So everybody that's listening that's on there, apparently there is a little issue with uh, the sharing of this show. So bear with a second. I'm going to share this link again. So everybody, yeah, it may have come up now, but regardless, I'm going to share it again. So hang on, Herbie. I'll answer you in a moment. Uh, so everybody just pretend like you're not hearing this. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shut up. It's better. Don't keep me waiting. Oh, go to hell, asshole. Come on. Where's Melanie? She's going to call in. Wazzy, we know he'll call in, like, sometime in the next two hours. But, you know. Come on. There you are. Then I'll go to my music. Hi, Melanie. <laughs> All right. Everybody pretend like you didn't hear any of that because I'm going to go play music now. If I could freaking, uh, uh, the offensive one. Offensive one. Yeah, I got to be offensive one. I don't care. Right? Right. Are you a whining, sniveling little apologist? Are you a psycho-babbling snowflake? Part of the victim culture and all of the global elite that want to destroy our God-given freedoms? Are you a pussy? Are you If so, turn it up, because we love pissing you off. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. Engage and rage and rage. Pure, unadulterated truth. Is Voice of the People USA Radio. And this is Dan Smeriglio. Fucking hell. Woo. You Warning. deserve robots. You're a safe space oh for my freedom God, of thought that hurt my ears. Opinion. This is Voice of the People free speech thrives in political correctness. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Okay, mute your phones. Okay, mute your phones. Um, um, what the hell? Wow. That shit sounded like Wazzy's cat. That shit sounded like Wazzy's cat. Dude. It's back. It's back. That's not me. That's not me. Wow. Okay. So that was painful. Seriously, that sounded like Wazalewski's cat dragging a line. Like, what What the hell? That hurt. It would not be a Thursday night. A Thursday night. Oh, my God. Oh, no. my God. No. It's Melanie. It's Melanie. Melanie, you can call back Melanie, if you want. Melanie, you can call back if you want. Guess this hurts. Guess this hurts. There you go. Damn. 
So it wouldn't be a Thursday night show if we didn't start out with some form of technical difficulties, right? But hey, Correct. for what it's for what it's worth, it wasn't us this time. <laughs> so that's a first, huh? Anyway, that's friggin' fantastic. So I'm sure Melanie will call back. She'll get corrected. She's also sick, and I told her she really didn't have to come in, but she insists. Hardcore. And Wazalewski, well, who knows where Wazalewski is. He's out there somewhere. He'll find his way. All the time. All the time. With that, welcome to the Voice of the People USA radio show, live every Thursday night, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern, obviously. Wait, I got to include this now. So you could like our page on Facebook. Facebook is actively shadow banning. I'll explain later. You can now go to our new group. I don't know how to, what, I don't know. The Voice of the People USA radio show group on Fascist Book. Already more interactive in the page. I love that shit. So that's there. That's new. And it's pretty cool. The website, VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. Of course, the Twitter will be active this evening at VOPUSARadio. Active meaning I'll be back in. And I'll be using it again. So at VOP USA Radio, of course, you can find our show on demand on, here we go, I have a little bit of a list here, <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Geo7, sorry all, that's an some platform in India, but we love you guys too. <laughs> Shout out to radio.co, uh, radio.uk.co, co. Shout out to all our friends in Europe, in Asia, and everywhere else around the world, and right here in the United States of America. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm in a little bit of a better mood tonight than I was last night. I was in a good mood last night. I was just agitated, and it kind of all came out at the end. So here's a little disclaimer to the to the chat room. I know the majority of you are not one of these people, but, you know, I'm all about free speech, but when you enter the chat room and do something blatantly asinine, racist, stupid, whatever, I'm going to make fun of you. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to wish death on you. And then I'm going to block you because it's fun because you have no balls to call in. So fair warning to everybody else. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the follows. Appreciate it all. Shout out to everybody who listens to our show on demand. Everybody listens to us live every week. Shout out to the Age of Radio Network System and the Liberty Broadcasting Network System and the Liberty and... Oh, shit. (laughs) I forgot the... What the hell's the other name? I got to write this down. I got to write all this crap down. I I just cheated because I finally, to to all our, our friends who don't have the Podbean app when you hear this, all for you, people. All for you. Thanks to the help of Maestro, I was able to, if I ever had a script, I'd vomit. But this might be helpful just to get audio, including all this crap, and updating it. I'm working on it, okay? So, uh, finally got the RSS feed from Podbean interluded, interweaved, interweaved maybe. There you go. Into the Spreaker site. So all of our episodes for the past two and a half, three months are now there. They're now on that Spotify channel. 
They're on that, that iTunes channel. They are on our YouTube channel, Voice of the USA Radio on YouTube. It's all there now. So now the people who don't listen to us live via Podbean can listen to us the way they used to. So that's pretty cool. That's done. Uh, Liberty and Freedom Radio Network. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Megaphone, SoundCloud, and everywhere else. And Podcast One. And Alexa, I hate you. And freaking everywhere else that you could bump our stuff. Please remember that on Podbean, we are two public channels, Voice of the USA radio channel. And that is public channel number one for all politics and all politically based shows. And public channel number two is the VOP network channel, where you'll find the Stoner and the Jedi, the conversations with, oh, sorry, yeah, not to say it, the conversations with Carrie and Kevin, and various other shows that are forthcoming. We are now on Twitch, which makes me want to vomit profusely. We are on Twitch. We are on Twitch. We are on Twitch. I will do something with that shortly. I am working on something I found late last night due to the many little super inclusive freaking groups that somehow, you know, are supposed to be so wonderful and powerful on fascist book that are private for podcast influencers. Yeah, we're an influencer. And uh, I found this hidden little gem. It's a video streaming service where you could actually video stream your shows live on every platform, kind of like a stream yard, kind of like a restream, but different because you could do it live on up to 10 platforms, have 10 guests simultaneously, and also take live callers and live comments, live video calls, up to five hours live a night. So I'm looking at that as well with the inclusion of the 24-7 streaming service. So big things are coming. With that, I'm done. It was a horrible open because, Melanie, you made my ears bleed. With that, welcome to the Thursday show, Melanie Ober. Pleasure having you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I couldn't hear it. I don't know what happened. I just couldn't hear anything. What? I still can't hear you. My my ears are still, you know, clogged. You can't hear me? I can. I'm just busting your stones. But that's okay. Thank you. you oh, thank you, thank you. you I mean, I even went and got a new headset. I had to go steal Trevor's. Look at that. Awesome. Herbie? I mean, shout out, man. <laughs> we were good, technically. So, shout out. <laughs> and and congrats on the new job. Doesn't happen often. No. Congrats on the new job, even though I'm disappointed in you. You're supposed to bow to the man and wait until you're told you're able to work. How dare you go out and get another job? Yeah. I'm very disappointed in you. So, you you deserve to be reported. To moving around no longer. It's unacceptable, man. Unacceptable. And Wazi, what's up? <laughs> How are you? What's going on? Nothing, man. Thanks for joining oh, us. Thirty minutes late. I'm sorry. I had essential work to do. Mm. That's okay. That's okay. Good for you. So, all right. With that, I don't know where you all want to start, but I said this last night on Carrie, uh, the show with Carrie. Excuse me. I can't call it Carrie show because she'll yell at me. (laughs) Dude, you're the only one laughing. (laughs) Anyway, it's okay. okay. Everyone else is on mute. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, man, I'm like, I'm really trying to get this mute button down. <laughs> You're doing like, good. It's, it's tricky. <laughs> You're doing good. At least I know the only one that can't mute here is me. So that's awesome. But I want to congratulate you all for living another day because I was wrong. I said it earlier. I was off by a few. But according to the media and according to Democrats, there are no illegal aliens in the United States of America, of course. You know, I mean, there's over 40 million, but they're not there. They're undocumented Democrats. So they don't count. But remember, remember, (laughs) remember, remember, remember. According to real-time statistics and the population of America, blah, 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 I'm very happy that you all survived the day and made it in the midst of the global pandemic that is not killing everyone. I mean... You joined the realms of not dying today, much like everybody else that hasn't died today from COVID-19. So I want to give a special shout out, you know, from the heart and thank you all for your dedication and showing up to the show and, and really, you know, fighting the man. Because, you know, in America, over 326.5 billion people have not gotten COVID-19. So... With an over 99% recovery rate, a survivability rate, it is definitely not even close to a pandemic, but it is the worst pandemic the world has ever seen. So you're all my heroes, and you're all brave for showing up. What say you? Huh. Uh, so moment of silence, to... right, for, for all of us survivors? Uh, no, uh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> we started off with a moment of silence for Chad last week. Chaz, Chaz, yeah, so... You can't do two moments of silences. <laughs> the moment of silence is when I try so, to go on here and upload music, and I'm I've got to try to be silent while everybody else is listening. Go ahead, go oh. ahead, talk. Oh, so you have some ulterior motive, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so Dan, I know I know that you're trying to be sarcastic, but um, can I get like a, a trophy or something? Uh, are you liberal now? Like, did, you, did you do something? Uh, no, 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 but. <laughs> I, I deserve something. He wants yeah. a participation trophy. I know he Yes, is. that's what? right, Because you showed up two nights I, in a I row. I want one. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you want? What do you want? That's what I want. That's right. I want a, I, I want a participation trophy. You deserve it. What, no. Why do you? Yes, go ahead. I'm joking. I'm joking. But thought you were going to go He's somewhere with joking. that. He's not joking. No. Hell so, no. So, it's yes, good. I, Yes, I am joking. So, since we have, sorry to say it, Dave, we have Libtard Utopia represented on this show today with the Herbster coming from... That's a damn lie. No, you you got a Democrat governor because you are all a bunch of freaking easily rode over Kentuckians. Warned you, just like Virginia. Hey, now now wait a minute. Ah. I ain't set in stone yet. He's governor, dumbass. He's he's the governor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Doesn't matter. You sound like a 2016 Democrat. Anyway, not my governor. So from from Democrat-occupied Kentucky, we have Democrat-occupied New York, Democrat-occupied California, and Democrat-occupied Pennsylvania all represented tonight. So in the interest of being kind, ladies first, Melanie. Tell us. Give us an update for the front lines, the battle against COVID-19 in Southern California. 
Oh, Southern California. We are still in a mess here in Southern California. Um, what's the late here? I'll, I'll give you some hypocrisy because that seems to be a lot of uh, what we have going on here. <laughs> Our governor, Gavin Newsom, has decided that restaurants can no longer be open for and, and to use the word indoors. Good. So, San Bernardino, it's not good. Shut up. It's not good. <laughs> So, San Bernardino County, the county that I live in, decided to circumvent that and said, well, we'll just all sit outside. And so now, everywhere you drive and everywhere you go, all the restaurants, I mean the Denny's down the street, it's, uh, everybody's got parking lots full of uh, tents and tables, and that's how you eat out here now in California. Now, I give them credit. I give them credit for trying to do something, and, and I don't think Newsom expected that to happen. He just tried to shut it down again. Uh, but the the part that I find really funny about it is the same county that said, well, we'll just all go sit outside and eat in the fresh air instead, canceled youth sports. Yeah, because fresh air would not be good for the kids. The kids that don't even seem to get COVID, and, and especially not die from it, even if they did. I I don't know if I've ever heard more than one or two cases ever of, of a kid getting COVID. Um, so in, in this, this is just what's so ridiculous here is you, on the one hand, they're saying, well, we'll go outside because it's not safe to be inside. Outside safe, it's so safe that we're going to set up permanent fixtures outside of restaurants. I can't even tell you how ridiculous it looks. But then these kids, these poor kids that have been locked up for months, that were so looking forward to going back to sports, they took that away from them and said, it's not going to be safe for you to be outside. Good. It's only safe if you want to eat outside. Why do you keep saying it's good? Um, I'm identifying as a liberal right now. Continue. <laughs> Don't woman. Okay, then explain me. to me how this makes sense. <laughs> ah, it's just it, it's insane. It's it really is insane here, and I think that's just the most frustrating part for everybody. Like, like I keep saying, and everybody else keeps saying, is it just doesn't make sense. And um, I was thinking about this earlier too. That um, you know, I got I got really sick the last couple of days. And I didn't get COVID, but I, I did come down with strep throat. And I'm sitting here thinking, how in the world did this happen? The whole state is over-sanitized, right? Everybody's got a mask except for me. Um, every, they have special people in the stores now to hose everything down. When you, as soon as you walk in, your cart sprayed, it's a special job. How in the world did I get sick? Because they, they supposedly have eliminated germs everywhere we go. <clears throat> I just don't even understand how this happened. Well, most likely the illegal alien that is spraying everything down outside and on your <laughs> wherever you may go is probably carrying some type of disease. But, you know, honestly, I, I, I still have one very important question. Granted, I didn't spend much time in SoCal when I lived out there, but I'm still waiting and I want to know where you get this from. Where exactly do you get fresh air in California? I'm, I'm just curious. Um, is, it, is it between chemtrails? 
Is it between the chemtrails? Like, is that? It, it, listen, Melanie. Listen, I I gotta say this, and I know you're from there, and you seem to decline. But the only thing that's gonna truly sanitize California is when God sends a big one and it breaks off and floats out in the middle of the ocean. And God willing, I'll become president and I'll sink that shit. So that's how you clean <laughs> yes. America. Are you, are you yes. wishing death on me? Okay. No, no, okay. no, no. I, I want you to escape first. <laughs> I want you to escape. And, and a lot of people okay. actually. All right, all right. All right, let's be honest. About 94% of the population of California, because it's the 6% that are liberal idiots and they control the electorate. But, you know, they can all escape and migrate out because migration is cool and acceptable. Um, no borders, no walls, no USA at all. And, you know, the rest of them, they go flop off into the ocean. But, you know, I think it's good. I think it's great. You know, you don't deserve to have sports. You don't deserve the right to go. Well, you don't deserve anything. I mean, how dare you? The the cynicism is is real. Like, my, my anger with you is, is just, Melanie. You think you deserve freedoms in America? How dare you? You are conservative fear-mongering. Wait, no, conserv- um, no. Oh, there you go. That's what I wanted to say. I, I knew what I was gonna- I'm, I'm bouncing around right now. You're an anti-masker. That's your problem. So, I'm calling the Antifa Brigade on you. Problem. Yes, Antifa <laughs> Brigade. And you never know, excuse me, strep throat is a sign of COVID-19. Much like sneezing, stuffy nose, <laughs> headaches, sleep deprivation, cuts, lacerations, bruises, high glucose, um, pain in your left nut, pain in your toe, pain in a rib, for women, pain in a breast, whatever it may be, you may have the COVID. You just don't know it. And even if you don't know it, they'll count you. They'll count you. Don't worry. So you never know, Melanie. Oh, I'll tell you when I when I got to the hospital, what they put me through to, and that's all they cared about because I had fever. Oh my God, you have a fever? Have you, and then I had to go through all the questions. That's all they're worried about. Well, I mean, and the, the I'll tell you the good thing about I was in and out of that hospital in an hour. Okay, and I had spent much time at this place. It's usually a six-hour ordeal every time you go to the emergency room because people won't go to the hospital, and you'll never guess what happened while I was there. I'm I'm all the way down a hall around a corner, and all of a sudden, this lady starts screaming. She took off her mask. She and she is making the biggest deal of this. She's screaming top of her lungs, throwing f bombs no, all over the place. Didn't. Hysterical, hysterical. <laughs> At this woman pulls her mask down. <gasps> the whole hospital, everybody comes running. Not I. I mean, the it, the security was called the whole deal. Not not because of the mask, okay, but because the woman was so mad. Um, little kids in there. It was ridiculous, and she sounded so ridiculous. She's sitting next, right next to the person, but, you know, that's okay. But she's going to flip out like that because she literally pulled her mask down just for a second. I mean, she had to be taken out because she was just so, the hysteria over the mask. And this, can I move on to my other topic? Good. Okay, so th- this has really been on my mind today. If you heard about this, do you guys know who um, Bevelyn Beatty is? She's she's not no. super well known, but she's been kind of like she's been out and about recently. I forget where she lives exactly, um, but she's she's like a warrior for Christ. She's always out um, preaching. Is she from North that's her Maybe. She's, yeah. she's somewhere over there. She, and she's awesome. And she, and I first saw her when she made this video 
speaking in. What happened? Yeah, where'd she uh, go? Black, sorry, um, she's a black lady, and she started speaking out about, don't speak for me, I'm not oppressed. And um, I just made this wonderful video, and that's how I came across her. Well, day before yesterday, she went to Florida, oh, yeah. where they were having... Did you hear this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. She went to Florida in uh, uh, Cape Coral, where they were having this hearing over uh, the mask, and she decided that she was going to go. I guess she has family that lives there. She went with her counterpart. I'm probably going to screw up her name, but it's uh, Endmay Siobhan, I believe. And so they go out there. They're going to this public hearing, right? This is not a Walmart or a Target or anything like that. They go to go to this public hearing so they can voice their opinion on whether or not there should be a mask mandate. And they won't let them in without a mask. So in order to address the council about the mask, you have to wear the mask to say you oppose the mask. Needless to say, they didn't accept that. They said, we're not wearing it. We have the right to be here. You know, this is a public issue. We should... We should, you should be able to hear both sides. You, if you're going to make us sit downstairs, you're not going to, you know, they wouldn't bring a microphone down there or anything. So they went anyway. I mean, these girls are bold and they're also respectful. There was a video. I watched the video. They went around the police and security and all that. They found another way up there as they were going to speak at this meeting and they were arrested. Now, Technically, they were not arrested for not wearing a mask. They were arrested on three issues, uh, trespassing after a warning, resisting without violence, and disturbing the peace. And I just can't tell you what this did to me watching these women get arrested for not muzzling themselves before they go in to speak at a public hearing. And, and, and everybody was saying, like, just wear it to go in. Uh, and they wouldn't accept that. It's just, it's the most ridiculous thing. But what I think is really wonderful about these women is, you know, they, they took the time to come out there, make their voices heard, while everybody else is just going to go along with it. And they said no. And guess what happened? The mask ordinance failed. So I give them so much credit for that because that's what it's going to take is people like that speaking up about it and refusing to go along with, you know, today it's a mask, tomorrow, you know, you're going to have to be covering your whole face or, you know, you're going to have to cover your head and wear a hijab and all of that. That's how I feel about it. Not everybody feels that way about it, but that's, that is what it's represented to me is they just want you silenced and they want you compliant. But it's going to take people to get out there and do that instead of just going along with it. I mean, this was not, and this is what really gets me, is this was not a private business. They can't do this in public areas because today it's the mask and tomorrow it's going to be the vaccine. It'll be, you know, show me your vaccine record or you can't go to the DMV and get your driver's license. It's really important to push back about this. I think even if you do, you can believe in that mask 100%. And while I might think you're a complete idiot, you have the right to do that. Uh, but you should be opposed to the mandates. Because the mandates, what, what's going on in the last five months is just, it's just like not even our country anymore. So um, I really, I give them a lot of credit for putting themselves out there and getting arrested. Um, 
and they did have a, a they have representation now. Um, there's a let's see, he's a state representative in mm -hmm. uh, Florida that's also an attorney that said he will represent anybody that gets arrested for not wearing the mask. And they said most likely the charges will be dropped, and if not, they'll 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 take it to hearing. Um, that's yeah yeah well uh, before I give my thoughts on that one, Herbie. What say you? Yes, sir. How's things? Well, I'm... Oh, God. Maybe, maybe I'm, I should I'm, go I'm before sorry. him for crying out loud. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Sit there and speak. Mike, I'm, sur I'm surviving. <laughs> I'm surviving. I, I did not have COVID pop out yet. That's good. <laughs> it's good. Sometimes it pops out from around the corner and gets you, but... I, uh... And what is... What does it look like up by you? What does it look like up by you? Restaurants open, like? not open? What, what's going on there? Yeah. Uh, no, restaurants are open. Uh, you can sit down in them. Uh, you're supposed to wear a mask when they come and take your order. You can take your mask off to eat, obviously. Um, still a lot of people doing drive-thrus, but I went to um, a place called Fuji Steakhouse. It's, uh, it's like the best hibachi I've ever had. And I was surprised, though. It was like... Maybe a week after they started allowing sit down, and there was a lot of people in there, a lot more than I thought there would be. So it was good to see people getting out and about. Mm -hmm. I don't really see much going on with this. I know that they were talking about uh, doing, um, making kids wear masks in school, and, and my daughter's just going into first grade. She's not going to sit there and wear a mask all day, and. I wouldn't allow it anyway, so I told my wife we were going to homeschool until they got over the freaking yeah. over the mask situation. I, I'm not going to have her sitting there breathing all day with a mask on. Yeah, yeah. Well, shame on you for not complying. Anything else you'd like to add in the I can't open? comply. <laughs> um, Anything else? Boy, let go me ahead. Think. Go ahead. I, I was I was going to do a, a Pepsi ad, but they didn't send the check. <laughs> They're cheap pricks. Well, Don't worry. Them and Podbean are both cheap. So, all right. <laughs> Wazi? So, my governor is an asshole. I'll no, start with that. <laughs> um, yeah, so the restaurants are open. However, bars are not open. Um, hair salons are open. They are, some are wearing masks, some aren't. There's still drive, a lot of drive-through restaurants that are still doing that kind of stuff. So, uh, Brashear, the asshole governor we have, uh, we have to wear our masks now outside, whether we're cutting the grass, walking <laughs> our dog. Uh huh. I shit you not. No, I know. We're out in public. We're out in public. We have to. We are mandated to wear a mask, which I, I think they're fighting it in a cir in a circuit court or something. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, I will tell you, it is humid as hell here. Mm. It is hot, and with the humidity, it's hard to breathe. So. You know, the people that are wearing masks, you know, God bless you. I'm not wearing mine, by the way. It's too damn hot. Good for you. 
Now, do you remember the blog talk show many, many months ago? What did I say the end result was? Whether it be by mask or no mask, what do they want? What do they want? Whether it be by forced vaccine, keeping you quarantined, whatever it may be, the end result is all the same for the global whores. They want you to die. They need Mm -hmm. you to die. So I enjoyed going to Planet Fitness and observing the sign that says social fitnessing and having to wear a mask while working out in a gym. You know, again, so what, you can't I, kiss? I, I, Isn't that what y'all do in what? gyms? You kiss each other? Um, <laughs> in gyms? You're, you're yeah. weird, I, Scott. I, I, no? I don't, oh, I don't know what kind, of dream, what kind of gym you're in. That's, the gyms I go to, I don't really. know how to work out. I'm, I've uh, never no, been there's, like there, that in there's a lot of guys. Look, there, there's a lot of guys oh. that just go to gyms just to like hook up, man. That's why I stay away from gyms. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying like well, don't I y'all kiss in gyms. <laughs> I probably well, I know you work out. Gym. I I know you're straight as an arrow, but well, I mean, some I of you guys, nerves. man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Dave has a history went to his That's where I go. Man. I go to curves. Wazalewski went to his first gym on Fire Island, his second gym in Greenwich Village. His his uh, one long weekend no, no, no. in New York. And he was never the same. Uh, no. Um no gyms for me. Wazi frequent no San Francisco. Um Wow. Well, listen, in all reality, it is fun to go to the gym and make fun of those ones that look at themselves. Like, I like the assholes that gotta go, alright, this, this is totally not political related, but the ones that go and like, they gotta do like their little half lifts, and they're looking at themselves Uh in a mirror like, yeah, I look so good. Uh I look so good. Oh shit, only other guys are watching me, but I look so good. I look so good. (laughs) And they're the ones, they're the ones taking selfies too. They're taking their selfies, they got their headphones in, and the, Little picture in the mirror. I had a a similar instance at at the gym, to be honest with you. I was looking at myself and realizing how good I looked. I knew it. Well, just just listen. It's a real story. Oh, my God. Okay? I was looking at myself and I realized how good I looked, and then I realized I was looking at my buddy Corey, who happens to be a black guy, and I I couldn't tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Is, Is this the kissing gym? Anyway, uh, apparently, yes. <laughs> if I show you a picture of Corey, you would fall in love too. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> division in America. Um, wow. Wow. I was gonna say people like me and Herbie go to the gym and laugh at those people, but I take that back. At least I know I stand alone. <laughs> anyway, I would, I would strongly suggest you all get a home gym. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why I got the total gym. And because Carrie brought it up, uh, I'm going to say this. They already got tax returns leaked from Trump years ago, and uh, Man Beast Bitch Face on MSNBC tried to make, like, this big exclusive, and she read his tax returns on the air only to actually admit out loud he pays more than taxes than almost anybody I've ever known in my life. So Rachel Mancow, um looked like an asshole on public TV. And, yeah, the tax returns, 
Jesus, let's see. Let's see. 96% chance he's not going to win. Russia, women, tax returns. It's like we've been here before. This is how desperate you know they are. And I, I, I love it. So they've already seen tax returns literally from, when the hell were they from? Like 2000, I think it was 2014 or 15. And this was in 2016 prior to the first election. And all they learned was he pays way more than everybody else. So, you know, they found nothing there. So they want to keep digging and digging and digging. It's because this shows you how little they have. It's like what we spoke about last night, Carrie, inversion. What are they trying to hide? How come our lovely civil servants that make $174,000 a year to work fucking 160 days a fucking year in Congress and get paid that money, but are all magically worth millions and millions of dollars, but they never release their tax returns, they never release their financials, they say they will, but they don't. Why? Why are their net worths over $10 million, $20 million, $30 million, $100 million, $500 million? Um, one of those scumbags is over $899 million been in Congress for 16 years, of course, a Democrat. But Republican and Democrat alike both won't reveal their tax returns, but the president should. The president should. You see, it, again, it's called the projection issue, where they have, they have nothing, they're desperate. And like we spoke about last night, if you look back at everything he's done and you look at all the media outrage and you look at it with a little bit of a clearer mind right now, and you, you look back and reflect on it, you're like, shit, he really did do a lot more than they ever gave him credit for. Because that's the truth, and the truth hurts, and facts hurt, and lefties do not like facts. Rhinos do not like facts. They are afraid of truth. Bottom line. So, as far as the Supreme Court goes, listen, fuck the Supreme Court, and quite frankly, even Kavanaugh and uh, Gorsuch, they're both already half-ass worthless, and Roberts... You know, Mr. Conservative Hero Roberts, the guy who spent a lot of time on Epstein's Island. Um, fuck him, too. So they could all go fuck themselves, as far as I'm concerned. The still waiting for a proof of proof of life Ginsburg, you know, the little troll hero of the world. Her, the rest of them, they could all go fuck themselves. I like Clarence Thomas. He's the one I actually respect and like. But he never gets any praise or credit. He should. He should. That guy's an actual literal freaking hero. And look what they put him through. Look what they put him through back in the early 90s. That's what people should really look back. When you want to talk about racism, look what the Democrats, and especially one named Joe Biden, put Clarence Thomas through. It's amazing. It's amazing if you look back. But then it was Joe Biden himself that came out and said that we cannot believe unsubstantiated sexual allegation claims of this and that. Even though he didn't like Clarence Thomas, he actually had... The audacity, he don't remember this, of course, <laughs> but he actually said that while they were going after Kavanaugh. But all in all, I think the Supreme Court sucks. I mean, you know, I, again, listen, I, this is nothing to do because so the Trump tax return thing is a non-issue, non-starter, and it's bullshit. And Eric, you're 100% right. John Roberts is a piece of shit, and he, I hope to God he gets arrested. He could take Alito with him. He could take the troll with him. He could take the rest of them with him. And I, I like Kavanaugh, but he's kind of looking like a bit of a pussy and the other one whatever i wanted what's her face um amy i can't remember her last name the one that's waiting in the wings to take over uh the the um animated corpse the taker spot i'm waiting for her that's the one who i wanted to see in the supreme court but amy coney barrett thank you eric yes i love mm -hmm. her but i digress i digress 
the Supreme Court, listen, and this isn't a pro-life thing, this isn't a pro-choice thing, but when you literally have it come up all these freaking times over and over and over again about, you know, Roe versus Wade, Roe versus Wade, and the right to the right to have abortions and the right to choose and everything else. When will anybody finally come out and actually own the truth that the bitch herself, her deathbed confession, admitted she made up the story and it was all based on an actual, honest to God by her own admission lie? It was a freaking lie. A concocted lie, of course. Gee, I wonder what money put her up to that. But the Roe v. Wade is based off a freaking lie. So even if you want to replace it with something, I'm not going to argue either side because I'm not going there. I will one day, but I'm not going there. It's And they, they freaking, they write their briefs and everything else defending or, or, you know, whatever it is. You're defending or attacking something with leaving out the very important fact that it was based off a lie. So they've been pulling the fake Me Too, fake um, speaking up, fake bullshit claims and all this other crap for decades but their whole foundation is based off a lie. So the Supreme Court, in my eyes, is just a clusterfuck of stupid. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not a fan, okay? I'm not a fan. And that's not because of the tax return thing, because I, I personally wish he would release his tax returns just to put more assholes to shame. But at the same point, you know what? He's not taking the taxpayer's salary. So you know what? He has every right to show people his tax returns as you and I do. And again, I would say the same thing like he said before. When you show yours, I'll show mine. Lifelong elected officials, they're so hesitant. They'll be warriors. I'll do it. I'll make them available day one. And then they never do. You always forget about that. They never actually do it. So Trump says, when you do it, I will. Difference being... Businessman, private citizen versus lifelong loser sucking off the tit of the taxpayer your whole life. You've done nothing with your life except be in Congress or be in Senate. That's all you've ever done. So how do you have so much money? How do you have so much money? If any, if I don't care about any of their fucking tax returns, I know there's so much dark money and so much Soros money. And hey, Chibit Niffins. You're probably the pro at sucking dick, and I hope you gag on one and die, fucktard. So anyway. Oh, you know, there's one of those and, fucking gym dudes, Dan. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you showed a little bird chest on the, on the chest. Holy shit. This show sucks dick. Yeah, got dick of the mind, don't you, you fucking weird-ass closeted fag? Anyway, as I was saying... <laughs> As I was saying, I would like to know where all the Soros money comes in and all the dark money comes in and all this other shit. So elected officials are never held accountable if they want to hold the private citizen who has yet to take any salary as president of the United States. You know, but they want to see his tax returns from before he was president. I love it. So that's my thoughts on that. Somebody else want to talk about that? Feel free. Oh, somebody else is not. Uh, nine, you're a dumb fucking idiot, too. The metal god, don't insult metal, man. And stop believing the liberal propaganda. Do a little research because you sound like an idiot. Trump has not paid his taxes in the last 18 years. Really? So when Rachel Maddow read his 2015 tax returns live in the air, was that over 18 years ago? Learn math, fucktard. Oh, God, stupid people. And that's what we don't have enough of, calling out the idiots. You just did the reacher? You did a reach around? 
and you're putting it out there on the air for everybody to know? Good for you, buddy. You did the reacher. I guess you're trying to say research and newsflash. Snopes or MSNBC or whatever the fuck may not be a good tool to use. So if you're going to hate on the man, do it with a shred of intelligence and actually be informed because you just look like a dumb shit. Even Trump haters will admit you, somebody like you, looks pretty fucking stupid. So seriously, fuck off. Continue. Dave, Herbie, who wants to go? How do you spell? I, I like, like I don't know. I, I, like, no, I, nobody I, can I, top that. Like I am <laughs> still trying to figure out like what the fuck are you guys even fucking talking about? Like you did. <laughs> I, I just did, I the, did re- the re. Like I did the reacher. <laughs> like where do you like why, why like why like why would you even come on here and even say something like that? I just I don't get it, man. Fuck you. I, I think you should call special. in with his reacher, right? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you call in and 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 give us all your reachers? Uh, no, I don't want one. I'm good. Right. <laughs> 2014, Trump admitted to not owing taxes due to business losses. That is such a load of horse shit. So he's being audited yeah, that is a, for 2014, yeah. 2015, and 2013, but he didn't do the taxes he's being audited on. Dude, ah, uh, you know what? Trump said it. Oh, it must be true. Trump said it. Did the internet tell you? Listen, I can't deal with that fucking idiot. Goodbye, douchebag. You don't call in. You have no nuts. Fuck off. Anyway. Oh, God. Like, seriously. Like, if you're going to bring something to the table, bring something with half a shred of intelligence. Because you look stupid. Fucking hell. But it is... I have learned, you know what? Instead of ignoring the trolls, it is fun to attack because, quite frankly, it makes me feel good. You know. That's I mean, I, I mean, to, to be honest, to be honest, I, I really don't care about Trump's taxes or anybody's taxes. Nobody I, cares. With, I don't care. I'm with you. I, like, I can really give two shits. But you know, we we've talked about this time and time again. You know, first it's COVID, and you know, then it's then it's BLM, and then it's Antifa. And now, now it's Trump's taxes. I mean, it's it's always fucking something. And like, it, it definitely shit. has to stop. Yeah, it's the same shit. And and oh, don't forget Russia because that came up yes. again. Bounties. Couple, what was it last week? Yeah, bounties. Yeah, yeah that, that that got laid to rest. You don't hear shit about that no more. Like, when are I, people I, gonna I, wake up and and just realize like what's going on? Right. Like, I know that there's a lot of people that are like, are you serious? Like, what the hell are we doing here? And it, it just bothers me that people, like, come on here and just say stupid shit. Like, well, it, we must care like, I, I, we'd be I, defending I, it so hard. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> you spell check. <laughs> like, honestly, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how to fix it. He's, he must be deaf as well as dumb. Dude, we just said we don't care. <laughs> we're defending it? No, we're making fun of you. Understand, dumb shit? You got what you wanted. You got attention, but it's bad attention because in the end, 
Nobody cares about your opinions. Because if you had a set of balls, you'd do your own show and put your typical, stereotypical, boring bullshit out there for the world. But you don't. You troll other people's chat rooms because you want to somehow be relevant or be seen by people. And congrats, you were seen and you were made fun of and called out. And you're too much of a ballless bitch to even call into the open line. That makes you a freaking loser and a dumb, sad sack of shit. So... Hey, you know. Hey, any any guy with the first of all, I like heavy metal, okay. But any guy that has the name Metal God, um, in 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 this climate, um, you know, I I don't know who you support. You, you know, you're uh, you shut music the fuck sucks. Up. <laughs> music, yeah, right. That's the other thing. As a metal fan, there is no good metal anymore in music. Uh, no good movies, no good music, no good shit. It's all skinny jean wearing right, whiny bitch music. Continue. All right, all right, metal god. All right, all right, metal god. If you're not trolling, call the fuck in. So here's our little challenge. Just, just fucking call in. I, I, you know, thank you for your service for being in the Gulf War. I really appreciate it. I do, but call the fuck in, you worthless fucking piece of shit. Call in. You ain't gonna fucking do it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call little thing politishock, where we're gonna say shit that you're not gonna hear elsewhere because people don't have enough nuts to say it. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. You know, I, I don't know how how people handle it, but. You know, I hear it every day in my conversations with people, whether they're Democratic, um, Republican, you know, far, far left. I talk to these people every day, and I just get pissed off, man. You actually have a conversation with Democrats? How's that possible? Mm-hmm. Well, it's usually when I'm drinking, Herbie. Um, it kind of helps. Oh, so you talk to the TV. You, so you're, I get it. You're talking to... Maxine Waters, we just have to remind you. Who? <laughs> He's like, who? <laughs> who? Maxine oh. Waters. Oh, Jesus Christ. The, uh, the 84-year-old gremlin. The things, I, the things I would do to her. Oh. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, no, they wouldn't be good. They wouldn't be good. Mm. But, the, uh, like, don't you guys get frustrated? Talking to some of these people? It's yes. just laughable because they never have an argument. They repeat media talking points ad nauseum and they think people care. Newsflash, people don't care about what you say and it's the same recycled shit. We have a caller, Eric Kirk. What's up, man? Well, I mean, I would certainly like to chime in on this um, trolling issue, of course, that, that you've had to encounter. Um, on the shows that I'm most active on, like Don DeVito, The Talking Corner, Slightly Serious, and and the old men's podcast, I've seen way worse cases to the point that, you know, they use images of, of you without your permission, and they, they say such stupid shit. And I've even, like, where I'm an admin on some of these shows, I've had to, to block some of them, including one using yeah. an image of a Nazi swastika. Oh, yeah, we got some of them last night. We, we had a few of those morons last night, so we blocked them, too. So Well, yeah. it just shows they have nothing better to do with their lives, so... It, they basically want to inflict misery on others, hence the expression, misery loves company. True, true, true. Hey, you know what? You but, know um, what? and I really like what you do. Thank you, man. 
And I, I appreciate you putting us out there all the time, too. I really, really do. So thank you for that. I, I, I greatly appreciate it. And you know what? Honestly, like I say all the time, we give you an open line. Call in with your shit. And if not, you know, it's like, ah, you know, <laughs> like at that point, if you're just going to be in a chat room desperately seeking attention, it's like, you know, call in and defend your point. I mean, we've had people already call in on shows, and mm-hmm. I think you may have heard one of them, you know, that completely didn't agree with us and everything else, you know, and fucking call in, talk, you know what I mean? And yeah, it I mean, doesn't happen, and that's the one's like, eh, I'll respect you if you actually call in and voice your shit instead of doing it in the chat room, and when you're saying absolutely yeah. nothing original. <laughs> so, you know. He literally just said he's well, not calling in because we have no open lines. We had an open line, but he didn't call in. Well, he... Well, you know what they say, you snooze, you lose. <laughs> well, but, but, but like, um, like on Slightly Serious, he, he's a, a really good friend of mine, and, you know, he oftentimes talk about, you know, you know, wanting to have, like, open dialogue and wanting to hear other people's side of the story, and unlike the trolling where they come off sounding one-sided. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the truth, you know? I still, I still want to do something with uh, Slightly Serious and all them. I swear to God. I, I, I want to do something with them sometime because I actually like their shows. You know, I really do. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of good people out there. Thank you for introducing me to a lot of them as well because you're the one that actually turned me on to many of them. So I appreciate that. Well, well and I've returned the favor of introducing them to you as well, like and John DeVito yeah. and Cracks from the Town Corner. I mean, you know, these are very phenomenal people, you know, very substantive and down to earth and freak their audience with dignity and respect and don't talk down to you. Yep. But, awesome. um, you know, and we really need more of that in the world is what I would say, but I know it's not an easy task. Yeah. No, I know. And that's what this was all about. Conversation, difference of opinion, finding common ground, and actually, you know, having a conversation and finding points of agreement above the uh, BS that we hear every day in the news and the radio and everywhere else. And, you know, all, all we get instead of recycled talking points. And it's sad. It's sad. You know? Well, um, well, and um, you know, and I would agree with you one hundred percent because dumbing down the audience is not the way to go. Yes, <laughs> but I'm about to drop back into the chat. Uh, but I'm glad you're doing a great show, though. Keep up the good work, everybody. Everybody, right, love sir, everybody. All right, appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we have six minutes left to the first break. So who wants to talk about something? Oh. Anything before the first break? Go ahead. You have six minutes to stick th- it in. Well, I, I think we should talk about how everybody feels about Black Lives Matter uh, putting their little emblem on the uh, in front of the Trump Tower. We only got six minutes, though. So. Yeah, that's oh, a lengthy conversation. <laughs> you think it's lengthy? Dude, come on. How can I sum it up real quick? They are very disingenuous profiteering group. They, the, the term Black Lives Matter and the group Black Lives Matter are two completely different things. All right. Yeah, so we can sum it up pretty quick. Who gives a shit, right? No, I mean, what is this? Much, Why yeah. do they think they have the right to put murals around the country? I mean, these... If they, I did these, that, they're I'd going be through cities. No, they're, they're getting approval. The cities are giving them approval. The art in one in one of the states, the arts committee gave them approval. So now, if you change it, you touch it. This uh, couple in California, they got arrested for a hate mm-hmm. crime for changing it to All Lives Matter. A hate crime 
for defacing graffiti in the middle of the street. And how insane is that? So, so here, here's a funny thing. So there's other companies that wanted to paint their logos on the streets, and the oh. governor shut it down. They yeah. said no. Really? And now they let Black Lives Matter do it, so they're suing them. Which I they think should. Is I was just say they should sue the they crap should. out of them because that is um, it's the same thing. It's this cherry picking of what they think is important and what they think is okay at different times. Yeah. So I like I think after the break we should talk about Black Lives Matter for a little bit. You talk about the days. old Nazi money and the yeah. communist money that's funding it. How yes. many of those abolitionist statues can we tear down? <laughs> I, ha- I, have, I, have a, I have a friend on my Facebook. He's a, he's a black guy. He supports Black Lives Matter. He posted something earlier and it said, shake my fucking head. I got unfriended because I support Black Lives Matter, and it was by a black guy. Oh, oh somebody that thinks for themselves? Uh, well, that's what I said to him, too. I mean, I know him, I know him real well. I consider him you know, a buddy of mine. Um, and I told him this just because there's a lot of black people that have been opening their eyes to Black Lives Matter now versus Black Lives Matter six years ago. Six years ago, there was even I looked at it differently. I was like, well, you know, okay, you know, I, I see some good in it. And but now, like I said, I, I see Black Lives Matter. I just want to vomit. Yeah, I know. Of course, it's, it's fucking pathetic. You know, like the, the, the little girl in Atlanta, Georgia. The little girl in Atlanta, Georgia, eight years old, in the car with her mother, fucking shot and killed. They got to fucking bury their daughter. A Black Lives Matter protester fucking shot them. Where's the outrage for her? Where's the outrage for her parents? What about the guy walking down the road with his, his daughter? Both of them black. The guy holds his hand out the window and shoots the guy dead in the fucking street in front of his eight-year-old daughter. Yeah, or seven-year-old. Yeah, I see that. Awful. And, and you know, and that little girl, that. that little girl, her life is ruined. I mean, she will have yeah, to live with that forever. She will, I mean, trauma, talk about being traumatized to, I mean, not, not only just be a witness. I mean, she's holding his hand. I, I, I just, she, yeah. she will never be the same. Her entire direction of her life has changed at that moment for what? You know, yeah, I mean, it was not a, there, this wasn't an accident. This wasn't, you know, a car accident or something could have happened. Somebody no, deliberately shooting ruined, but they deliberately Even ruined that little girl's life. Even yeah. worse, it's on video that she can, she has to see it yeah. all the time. Terrible. Oh, of course. And well, you know, I'm not making light of this, but because we're going up on the break and we will continue this conversation after the break, but you know, I, I do want to say shame on all of you. I'm identifying as Democrat right now for failing to talk about that white supremacist Nazi that ran over those two white girls that were innocently protesting in the street in uh, Washington State, was it, or whatever, and they got oh. ran over by the white supremacist. I mean, I mean the black guy from Somalia. He was black. It's he, okay. he was a white he was supremacist. Okay. He, I, yeah. No, I know. They, that disappeared from the media really, really quick where they yeah, couldn't put it on great. the white person, huh? <laughs> Like, how fucking sick are you people? Now we have black people being white supremacists. And and, and somebody asked if I felt sympathy for those two people. Nope, I don't. I'm sorry. When you protest in the middle of a highway, you get what you deserve. That that right there is called thinning the herd. Okay? I I have no shame for your dumb ass. 
Is that what democracy looks like? Like you like to chant up and down the streets? You fucking idiots. You, uh, whatever. You know, I, I don't wish ill on people at the same time. You are a special kind of stupid. But yet again, the liberals marching to... Marching to the, You've been listening to Voice Whoa. of the People. That, that, somebody tried calling me and that popped on, so apologies. But nevertheless, we're coming up with a break now, so this is Voice of the People USA Radio, the Thursday night show where, yes, we will say things that are controversial. We will make fun of idiots. We will have discussions on random shit that will be pertinent, not pertinent, but it's entertaining and Damn it, we've been doing it since 2009, so don't care if you like it or not. But thank you to the chat room. Thank you, everybody, that share us. Thank you for the gifts, and thank you to all. We will back in two to three minutes. We shall return. Are you a psycho babbling snowflake? Part of the victim culture and all of the global elite that want to destroy our God given freedoms? Are you a pussy? This is my favorite. If so, turn it up because we love pissing you off. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. Engage and rage and rage. Pure, unadulterated truth guaranteed. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. And this is Dan Smeriglio.
I felt like I had to play that because, you know, it's just fun. I want to trigger the people in the chat room. Like I wrote in the chat room there, again, even for the haters, thank you because you increase our engagement numbers and move us up the rankings. So <laughs> you all you all count as fans, even if you're closeted fans, are just here to get noticed in the chat room. <laughs> so welcome back to Voice of the People USA Radio, live on Podbean every Thursday night, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. This show, a flagship show, been around since 2009. Every Tuesday, the VOP Roundtable, 7 p.m. Eastern, also here on Podbean. Every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, the Rise Above the Noise, conversation with Carrie and myself. Fridays at, I think, 1 p.m., the Stoner and the Jedi show on the VOP Network side, plus the random droppings of podcasts from Carrie and Kevin. And more shows to come. I invite you all to please go to VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. Same thing to the haters, because you can increase our web traffic. So when you go there to try to make fun and get noticed or some bullshit, hey, rock on. Thanks for the numbers and closeted support. Always appreciate it. Um, everybody who listens on demand, remember, we can be found on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, Deezer, CastBox. Um... I think people can hear me. Yeah. Yeah. I can people hear, hear me right now? Okay. I, I hear you. So, yes, we're – thank you. Podcast One, Alexa, um, freaking the other one, Pandora, we are everywhere. So, everybody listens on demand. Again, thank you because there are ample, ample amounts of you that listen to the show on demand, all the shows on demand. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate all of you. Appreciate everybody in the chat room. And uh, thank you for the shares, for the gifts, for the engagement, for putting us out there and helping us grow up in the ranks. Appreciate that. Thank you to all the co-hosts. Thank you for all you do. Remember, on Facebook, on Facebook, face, Facebook, I want to say fascist book all the time, Voice of the People USA Radio fan page, and now the Voice of the People USA Radio group, group, I guess it's not a page, it's just a group, also on Facebook. So there you go. We are there. And uh, other than that, more announcements coming, more guests coming, big things coming, separate podcasts coming, separate new shows being launched. Keep up to date at VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. We are going back to discussion. I, of course, am joined by Herbie, Melanie, and Wazi. Thank you all. And let's continue the discussion on America's Heroes, the mostly white Black Lives Matter. Get your skinny <laughs> jeans on. <laughs> Virtue signal and get angry. It's time to talk about the saviors of the world. Pantino what, what, the hell? what the hell do they say? For freedom of thought. God damn what it. The fuck? Okay, you're good. You're good. That's their message of unity, right? Break your kneecap if you yeah. don't like us. Well, yeah. What, what kind of message is that? They're very peaceful. I just don't. I, it, I, yes, they are. They are very peaceful. I mean, when you're walking around putting your fist up in the air, isn't that kind of like what the Nazis used to do? <laughs> Have you denounced your white privilege yet? Huh? Have you denounced your white I've been doing it since, since I've been working. I've been doing it since I've been working, since I pay taxes and pay for welfare. <laughs> um, 
pay for uh, medical care hmm. for some people that are more than willing and able to work. So, yeah, my white privilege. You better not All my white privilege. I love it. Huh? I said you better not complain oh. about it, you racist prick. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's terrible. My, my day isn't complete unless I'm called a racist at least 30 times. I haven't been called a racist yet. Really? I, and if people, yeah. And if, ever? I'm telling you. Ever. Oh, crap. You're not doing I it right. I started trying to figure it out. What, right? I guess. Well, I if we should, I'm. I heard. Well, yeah. You know, if I, if you, if you all knew my backstory a little bit of where I worked, you know, somebody calling me a racist that that knows me. Um, Probably need to get your fucking head checked. Just because you have black friends, you help black people, and there's black people that agree with you does not mean you're not a racist. Well, that's right. And, and yeah, Herbie, I hear Herbie, you. Herbie, yes, Herbie yes, more sir. people would agree with you if it didn't sound like you were sitting on your microphone. I, I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I don't, I don't have the microphone that Mike had. Oh, thank God. Okay. Who? 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. Okay, well, it was working on the first hour, so what's going on? I don't know. Are you blowing in the microphone? <laughs> no, I am not blowing in the microphone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know why this always happens. I'm feeling personally attacked, and you're in my cyberspace. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I like that. Your, You're in my cyberspace. cyberspace. I'm going to use that. Yes. That's good. Don't That's invade good. my cyberspace. Like That's right. I feel you a my cyberspace. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. So, 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 I mean, so well, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. No. No, roll with it. I, continue what you were going to say. I'll, I'll be quiet. <clears throat> I mean, we can still talk about Black Lives Matter. I mean, we have to. It's it's kind of like you know the next the next um, evolution of bullshit virus, okay? Where again, yes. you just have a, a whole bunch of people where they need to feel outraged because they're told to feel outraged. They need to feel upset because they're told to be upset. They need to be told, told, told by you know what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and when it's appropriate to do it. So I have no respect for these people. I have respect for somebody like Will who called in last week, and even though we don't agree on that opinion, at least he saw both sides and he called out the media and called out the hypocrisy and called yeah. out the agenda to make everybody hate each other. See, somebody like that, again, differing opinions, I'm good with that. When you can actually articulate your viewpoint and defend it and have something to back it up, I respect that. But all we see nowadays is your typical virtue signalers, your typical screaming little, you know, pissed off, oh, don't even know why they're pissed off, little losers out there, and they don't represent black people. Again, as I say, and I'm going to make this a, a public service announcement too, the PC thing, I guess, is to say African-American or black person. I don't do that because I don't see color. I'm colorblind and see people as people. So, again, the virtuous ones that, you know, they demean you and call you black or call you African-American when in reality you're a human. So, but that's okay. They get a pass on that, you know. They always get a pass on that. But they're out there doing this shit. 
And again, the same thing with the statue bullshit. Congratulations, you're a propped up loser organization funded by white dark money, and you're doing exactly what the other loser organization funded by white dark money and the CIA, ISIS, did as well. They took over land and knocked down the statues. So you say it's not a fair comparison. I say it's the appropriate comparison because you are one and the same. And most of the statues, you're too stupid to realize that when you knock down a Frederick Douglass statue, guess what, dumbasses? You fucked up. An Abraham Lincoln statue? You fucked up. But you're too stupid because you don't know your history. So therefore, what you're doing is being the useful tool being used by the left to go out there and knock down statues that literally enshrine the leftist history. That enshrine the history of the Democrats and the Confederacy and everything else. So what they do is they find the useful idiots, the dumbed down ones that will do it, mostly get paid bones. And when they pay their protesters, they don't even pay them $15 an hour. The fight for 15 Anyway, but they pay you a little bit of money to go out there and do that because they want to use their foot soldier idiots who don't vote anyway to go out there and remove their history and hope that people, you know, they they won't recognize just how naive they're being and how stupid they're acting. It's not working. You're losing whatever battle you thought you were winning. And again, if I hear one more person, like, um, you know, people like to say, this all started under Trump. No, BLM started under Obama. Get your facts straight. Get your bullshit straight. Get all your other crap straight. Know where it comes from. It's just being called in service right now, like the useful idiots that they are, and they want you to be diverted. But it isn't working. As I always say, it's too much like a real job, so they can't do it that long because they're too freaking lazy. All right? So it's a bullshit organization. It's a bullshit calling card. It means nothing. And I said this last night. I'm sorry, Carrie, I'm repeating myself. But we spoke about commercials. We spoke about all the commercials out there and the, you know, how every commercial has to have gay people in it. Every commercial has to have biracial couples. Every commercial has to have men wearing capri skinny jeans and looking like a woman and the, the woman being the masculine one. We have to have everything being a hashtag. We have to have everything being prep and plan B, but no condoms. We have to have all this shit. But now in the age of such oppression and suppression and racism, you know, they're all defending you and Hollywood's defending you and TV stations and corporate media is defending you. So, you know, every single commercial, every single commercial you see, if you actually take the time to pay attention, nine times out of ten, you'll have black people in the commercial. So as I said last night, and I will say now, and I will not say the full expression, but most people of half a brain can know what I'm saying. Yet again, the leftists and the corporatists in charge, the globalists are using black people as their token. So congrats. You are literally being placated. You're getting, you're getting commercials. You're getting this, you're getting that because of the color of your skin. So who's the one really segregating against you? Who's the one pulling you out and oppressing you? Who's the one demeaning you? You know, and again, I, I'm so sick and tired of them quoting Martin Luther King Jr. As I said last week, and I'll say again, the content of their character, not the color of their skin. So yet again, you are too stupid to even realize that Martin Luther King Jr. was actually a fucking man and preached power through peace, through unity, through strength, and was not a racist or kill whitey and this and that and shit like that. Somebody who was in in the beginning was Malcolm X, and then he changed, and Malcolm X was another one. 
Talk about a fearless freaking leader that showed power through unity, through strength. These people, you're an embarrassment to even utter those names. You don't even know who those people are because you're too stupid to know it. All right? So your little, your little people being led, again, by the white liberal to do their bidding for no apparent reason. And it's failing. So since it's failing, we're back to COVID, where everybody is dying from COVID except one problem, nobody's dying anymore. Or very right. slim. You now, you now are more a hero if you survive a day, an hour, or ooh, a weekend in New York City, Kansas City, Detroit, Cleveland. We won't even include Chicago. You're more a hero then because you're more likely to die in New York, Detroit, Kansas City, um, the, you know, freaking Chicago than you are from COVID-19. That's just the truth. But that doesn't work. So we got to, you know, it's just all political all derived, all concocted, and again, they really want to to shut shut you up and blind you from the other shit going on, like what's your face being busted for the child trafficking, Epstein's girlfriend, the madam, and all the people she could actually out, right? We don't want to talk about that because there's too many people implicated, too many people that are on the line. So we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about the royal disgusting families and the celebrities and everybody else. The most loudest, whiniest, bitchiest, most pathetic scumbag athletes, musicians, and freaking celebrities, the ones that screech the loudest are always the guiltiest. So that's just the sad truth. Look at Alyssa Milano you know, doing her dissertations oh. on racism. Another picture comes out of her in blackface. Hypocrite. <laughs> you see? And all these other ones coming out and talking about this stuff with that. But you've all been on Epstein's Island. You've all, you're disgusting, useful, freaking idiots. So honestly, and, and, I, I just, and, and, I can't wrap my mind around. Right. And, here, and here's the thing, Dan, nobody cares about Alyssa Milano. No. Like there's no. only like a certain few, like who the hell, who is she? Like nobody, she, like she's a nobody. No, she's nobody. So this is the only she, way that she can try and make herself relevant. Right. So what other way to get relevant than to speak on things that she's speaking on? That's that's the way that, you know, she's she's relevant, but she's a nobody. I'm worried about her. Yeah, I know. Oh, but it's it's the but, media but, that gives them they they elevate these celebrities. Oh yes, oh, you yeah, know, absolutely. So and so called that. What was that chick's name? I don't, and I'm not a big celebrity person, so I don't know. Rose Rosa. Somebody called out Joe Biden. You know, and and uh, McGowan, McGowan. I don't know who the hell she is, but you know what I'm talking McGowan? about. Yeah, her. McGowan, Rose McGowan. Why is that by news? Yeah, McGowan. You know, she said a good thing. But it's the same thing. Yes, she said something that was great, but why do we give these, like, props to, oh, because she said it and I didn't? You know, there's there's hundreds of thousands of us that are saying it, but, you know, some chick from a movie says it, and and it's it's headline on Fox News. It just, it's, we have to stop caring. Or the media needs to know that we really don't give a crap. I mean, it's, it is... Say with Alyssa Milano, um, it's it's to me it's funny. You know, she says something. She's easy to make fun of. She's a complete moron. Nobody cares what she says about anything. She has been relevant since the eighties. You know, such an idiot ever Yeah, I mean, we all watch *The Boss*. You know, but we haven't seen her since yeah. then. 
it's like what's it? Who's that? Who's that comedian that that can't stand Trump? Oh God, I can't think of his name. Well, there's like a whole list of them. I mean, he's he's from New York. He's from New York. Mm. Uh, I'll think of the name. I don't. I don't care enough. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably the last people to be talking about this. Because, I mean, none of well, us are, it, like, celebrity followers, but... Yeah, so, it's like, celebrities shouldn't be saying shit. Just like football players, you shouldn't be saying shit. Baseball players, you don't hear nothing from the baseball community or the hockey community. And this is why I love baseball. From the football. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear nothing from the soccer community. Yeah. You just hear it from oh, the yeah. football community. Like, right yeah, now, it, that, that, that's all football's talking about. Is you know what, what do you have conversations in your locker room about? I don't know. Keep that shit in the locker room. I don't give a shit. You know, I, I really don't care. And you know, for them to have that national anthem, they, I don't know what everybody's take is on that national anthem. If they want to do that, it's disgusting. And then, and, yeah, yes, I agree. It's awful. And and then, yeah. and then they're gonna have. This, Star Spangled Banner after that, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have people kneeling after that. Like, what? Who, who is making these business decisions? Because well, honestly, that, that you're that an idiot. Anthem confuses me. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I, I don't think, especially the part me. that they're going to do it first. That's saying it's again, it's elevating this black supremacy. So, that's the problem we're so, having now. So, so why not do the national anthem first? Yeah. And, and well, that confuses me. After. Right. Well, why do you need to have their anthem? They're, they're American. That is their anthem. The national anthem is their anthem. Yeah, in the words national anthem. Exactly. It, you know, exactly. that's the definition of the national anthem. Exactly. It's something that unifies us all together. I mean, this could go on to where there's not even time for a game. You're going to divide every. We're going to have your national anthem, the gay yeah. national anthem. I mean, where it's never going to end. Um, but that's the thing. These people, they could want to do this all they want, but like you said, who's making these business decisions that's giving them uh, the right to do it, that's giving them the approval and saying this is a good idea? It's, it can't be financial, okay? Well, so well, that kind of business decision. Well, they can't, you're they, you're they pissing they a lot of people be, off. They can't be people with any kind of balls, that's for sure. Yeah. So well, what here's, here's, is just, it's just cowering. Here's something that I, I went on a little bit of a tangent about last week, and I'll try to keep it short because I'm not really looking too much at the chat room, but I saw then who do we want to hear it from then? Look in the mirror and say, I am the problem. Because if you have to look to celebrity or athlete to speak on your behalf, then I feel sorry for you because you don't believe in yourself enough to feel empowered to speak up. I don't say that to be insulting. I say that to be honest. If you have to put your faith in fake-ass celebrities that make tens of millions of dollars a year and all of a sudden now they're magically oppressed and now they're, they're, they're stewards in the fight, right? How didn't they say anything last year or five years ago or six years ago or ten years ago? It's all directed, it's all scripted, and it's all paid for, and it fails miserably. And the thing that people need to understand is stop putting your faith in celebrity and athletes. You know, stop thinking that you need them to speak on your behalf. Every single person out there, whether you hate what we're talking about or not, is irrelevant. You have a voice. 
Learn to use it. Stand for something or die for nothing. Yes, I contorted that phrase, but I'm using it to fit the environment. All right? And I mean that sincerely. They are not they are not pillars of the community. They are not heroes. They're social justice heroes. And that means they're being made fun of upon arrival because they're seen as fakes and shills. They're not seen as legit. They're seen as sad sacks that have no intelligence and can barely do what they do, even half-ass good, and they're only as good as their next contract or how much their agent deems they're worth. They don't speak for you. They don't speak for me. They don't speak for anybody. But let's go out there and buy their shit and buy their propaganda and buy their merchandise to show that we want to be like you. You know who I want to be like? I want to be myself. I want to be the best version of myself. I want to be the best person that I could be and know at the end of the day when I lay my head down that I've spoken my truth and I've stood for something with integrity and haven't had to rely on others to speak for me. That's it. Go ahead. So, I mean, these people are talking about, oh, I said, these celebrities and, and football players, oh, I, you know, I'm for the oppressed. Are you? Really? Yeah. Because you don't, yeah. Do, you don't do nothing for the oppressed. Well, Nike gave me $20 million to say I'm oppressed. Yeah. yeah. You, you take your money <laughs> oh, oh, the and irony, you buy right? cars and you buy houses. Like, I, this yeah. whole... This whole thing, whether or not celebrities or not, you know, we know we're not, the American people aren't dumb. We know the people that are oppressed and we know where they're oppressed and we know who is oppressing them. But to say that uh, black people are more oppressed than white people, I'll disagree with that because we're not. If anything, white white people are more oppressed than black people. Because Definitely of, right now. We're way more oppressed. We have to deal with we have to deal with not working. We have to deal with being called a racist. Uh, what else? Uh, I forget where I'm going here, but but we have to uh, pay taxes. We have to work. Like we, I look are, at it. I, I like just I, I to piggyback. I think I think I think yeah. Hold on, but I think we're more oppressed than any other race. And when people talk about their oppressed, they don't know what white people are. Well, we're definitely not you getting know, like, you know, there's no white person scholarship, white male scholarship for being a white male, you know, and, 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 just yeah, on the and, surface. Right. There, there's no affirmative action for, for white people for getting a job. It's just ridiculous. Like the the whole thing, oh, I'm oppressed. It's just, it's terrible. Like it's a it, it's a stupid, stupid comeback to anything. Like what? You, you're oppressed because you, you're li- you're li- you're living in a in a drug infested, crime infested neighborhood, and like you're walking around and cops are looking at you. That makes you oppressed. 
you know, there's a lot that goes behind law, uh, that goes behind law enforcement. Like, I know, like, the black community, and, you know, most people, they hate snitches, they hate Karens and shit like that, but, you know, the cops pay people to, like, report back, and if they report back that something's gonna happen, I don't care what neighborhood it is, it could be a trailer park in bumfuck Kentucky, there's gonna be a more cop presence. So that's not oppression. That's just, you're doing shit that you're not supposed to be doing, and they were tipped off, and they're fucking watching you. So how the fuck is that oppression? I, I, I just don't get it. But it's kind of like with white privilege, you know, which I don't believe exists at all. Oh, don't get me okay. started. Yeah. There is no but, white privilege. No, so, but, but we all have American privilege, right? I mean, when you're, right. you're born here in the land of opportunity... Yes, your circumstances might be different when you're a child and you don't have control over your own circumstances. Um, but as you get older and you grow up and you have the same opportunities as everybody else. And in every demographic of people, there's going to be people that are higher class, lower class. I mean, we have a, a huge difference in class. I will say that. Uh, but that doesn't come down to race. That just comes down to your situation and maybe how, you know, your family is, the breakdown of, you know, the nuclear family. But we all have the same opportunities, and it really comes down to how hard are you willing to work and what things do you have to deal with in your life. Yeah, I really think, I really believe that there isn't any just core oppression that you can't get out of. And I was watching a speech the other day from Alan West, who's just one of my favorites. And he was, it was like the best of Alan West kind of thing. And, you know, this, this chick, this social justice warrior, she comes at him saying, uh, just a bunch of random things. And he, he really shut her down. He's really good at that. But he was sitting here telling her, I could have gone down that same path. You know, this is how I was raised in the situation I grew up in, in the area that I grew up in, but I didn't become a thug. You know, instead he was a lieutenant colonel for 22 years and he served his country and he made something out of himself. And everybody has that opportunity. Could we use more, like, programs or people to steer people in the right direction? Sure. I think that that, that would be a good place to, to put some more of our money in inner cities, Get give kids these choices that they might not think they might not think of. But other than that, I mean, just because you're in a certain circumstance doesn't mean that has to define the rest of your life. You have to be internally motivated. And if you're internally motivated yeah. and you want to make something right. out of yourself in this country, that's what you can do. That is that is literally what this country is. Yeah, so, like, I think that the people that are, that are oppressed, whether you're black, white, whatever, is the American taxpayer. They're the ones that are really oppressed. That's a good point. Well, here's here's my thoughts on, on all that's being said. I, I mean, you can go back to last week, and I think it was a Thursday show where I yelled and I yelled, and maybe it was Wednesday show where I yelled about these things. And like I said, I, I can respect your points and what you're bringing up, but it is very true that there are a ton 
of people who, again, I refer to as people, but I'm supposed to be politically correct and refer to them as black people to refer to them as something other than human, I guess, because that's what the media and the Democrats say is politically correct to do. So black people, black people, um, Latino, whatever, so many different races, culture, upbringing, whatever. There's a lot of people with high economic depression rates that do not know about the opportunities that are out there because unfortunately you come up in a system of generational welfare and that's white, black, brown, every other Mm -hmm. color on the same page there. And it's not the fault of one race, of one person. It's the fault of all the politicians that have truly abused the people and have abused these people and used them as tools and has basically continued to make people indentured servants and thinking that it's okay to live like this. It's okay to depend on handouts. It's okay. You should be this way. You don't have enough people out there telling people of any, I don't care. Like I said, I will freaking, I will vote for somebody who is barely surviving day to day, you know, any color. A real person, as long as they have a good heart and a good soul and want something better and don't see this as the normal way of life. And too many do see it as a normal way of life because they don't know any better. That's why it's up to platforms like this that are needed to go out there and talk about the greater underlying evil, the greater and underlying shit that's being done to you to oppress you to economically oppress you. That's where it comes from. Mayors, governors, presidents, congressmen, senators, they make money and they profiteer off of you being hooked on the drug of the government system and social welfare. They need you to feel that way. They need you to live that life. And I don't blame them. But as I said last week, there comes a point in time where you have to look in the mirror and say, if I want something better for my life, no matter how hard it's going to be, I need to find a way to do it. And I need to go out there and get it because I do have that right. I do have that opportunity here. But it's up to the person or good teachers or good role models or good family or good friends to tell them, like, hey, there is a program. And we know we know that they've we have a million opinions and people have a lot of opinions on this, but there are programs with tech schools. There are job cores. There are opportunities out there to escape the environment you're, you're in or to come up in that environment, survive that environment, but have good teachers, good leaders that know when you have the opportunity to leave that, you break that cycle rather than continue that cycle. You have to personally accept the fact that you want more rather than standing in the echo chamber and just yelling to hear yourself yell and expecting everybody else to say the same thing back to you. You're going nowhere. You're not moving up. You're not moving down. You're oppressing yourself at that point. You're holding yourself back. It's up to you to expand your thinking, expand your mind. You, Obama said it, even though he didn't believe it, but in reality, there is some truth to this. You are the ones that you've been waiting for because you have power if you're willing to empower yourself. Sometimes there's people there to empower you, to lift you up, but other times there's not. It's up to you to decide you want better and to strive for it and survive the upbringing, survive the environment, survive whatever you may be exposed to coming up, but you need to find your own way, your own strength, your own fortitude to break that, to break that paradigm. And it can be done and it will be done as long as more people stand up. And that was a response to one of the, I'm not even watching 
the, the redundant crap in the chat room, but the one yeah. message before, <laughs> that's what I'm referring to. It's up to the people to feel empowered, to be empowered, to have platforms to speak and know that their voice matters. I don't give a shit if it's some inner city, somebody, whatever, the stereotypes are out there. I don't look at stereotypes. I've had friends, I've had people that I've known, that I've watched change their lives, that were bloods, crips, kings, you name it. I've seen it, I've lived it, I've lived with it, I've, whatever it may be. It's literally, you know, I've seen it, and it can be done, and sometimes it can't be done. But I will still treat that person with the same level of respect as I would anybody else. And yes, I am a taxpayer, and yes, we get taxed up the ass, and yes, it pisses me off when they talk about the payroll tax holiday being a bad thing, because God forbid us, the worker, actually get back some of what we actually earn, when, like I said, per paycheck, I'm getting almost another paycheck taken out in taxes. It is what it is, and we right. have to accept that, right? And we're funding a lot of these programs, and I'm not saying it because I want to be that, that ornery, freaking bitchy white person, whatever. My family is multicultural, diverse, every damn race, every damn, you know, orientation represented. I don't say that to score points. I'm just I'm proud of I don't care. God, that's loud. And yeah. it, it, it comes down to, it doesn't matter where you come from, you treat people a decent way and don't judge them by their upbringing and don't judge them by where they're at in life. Judge them by the character, and that's what I keep going back to, the content of their character. Judge them for who they are. And if they're misguided, again, I don't ever want to bring people to my way of thinking. I don't want to bring people, you know, to think like me, to see things the way I do. I want you to see things for yourself and find your own path, find your own way. And don't believe the lies the media and politicians tell you that you are constantly in peril, that you are constantly in the struggle, and you're only going to get out if you vote for this person. And then when they run for re-election, they're going to tell you the only way out is if you vote for me again, and you vote for me again, and you vote for me again. The cycle of life continues. The 30 worst and deadliest cities and most economically depressed cities in America, 30 for 30, are run by Democrats. I'm sorry. That's not a right-wing yeah. opinion. That's called a factual opinion. They do this by design. And believe me, there's enough Republicans out there that have their own faults. It's just a simple truth. And honestly, you know, it's up to you to realize the truth. You know, see the forest? One of those things? Understand that what you're constantly hearing is nothing but lies to victimize you, to make you that victim, that you need to feel victimized. You need to feel separate. You need to feel less than. You are not less than. You're greater than the expectation that the media and politicians and whomever else has of you. You're greater than that if you're willing to achieve, strive, and fight for it. It's up to you, though. That's my opinion on that. So I'm not going to say one race is more oppressed than the other. It's across the board, and it's sad, but I look at it. Where does it come from? Where is it derived from? The agenda at play, the globalist agenda at play, the one-world order agenda at play. This has been class warfare was designed. It was thought up in a, in a think tank in D.C. in the 40s and was doing nothing but copying what Hitler did in the 20s, excuse me, the 30s and the 40s in Germany. It's just a rehashing of history. So again, 
learn the history to understand the future and where it's going. And it's up to all of us to learn from and not repeat it, but break that cycle and stop thinking that other people are always better than us and we can't achieve that level. But all we should do is be concerned about what level we can achieve for ourselves and be a damn good person and fight through our own bullshit and not allow ourselves to be held back by anyone, anything, any entity, nothing, and rise above the bullshit. Bottom line. That's my thoughts. Right. Herbie, you talk. <laughs> Wait. We're dead He's got to get off his mic first. No, I had to unmute myself. Okay. That's why I got quiet. Go ahead, yeah. Herbie, you speak. Man. Thanks, right, I'm done. Well, I... It's, it's all... The way I was, I was seeing it is back, you know, when I was talking about the, the national anthem and where it confused me is how do you want equality when you keep wanting separate right. from the rest of America? I, I don't see, I mean, I see like Asian people celebrating Chinese New Year. That's all well and fine. I have no problem with it, but I don't see Asians standing up saying we want to hear our own anthem. I don't hear. Even though Spanish is not a race, it's an ethnicity, I don't see Spanish people standing up saying, oh, I want to hear an anthem. Why do you want everything separate? Just like that that guy down in the Bronx, well, they, they call him Hawk or something like that. No whites in the Bronx. Like, how do you have, how do right. you consistently ask for equality, but then everything you do shows segregation? Right. And I'll tell you, and, and I saw an interview with Morgan Freeman. With, I love with, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, so do I. So he was talking to the guy about um, Black History Month. Yep. And he <laughs> says to yeah, and he says to the yeah. guy, you know, what is your what's your holiday? Like, what's your month? And the the guy says, well, I'm Jewish. And he said, well, do you have a month? And the guy said, uh, no. He said, he's like, why not? He said, do you want, he, he said, do you want one? Like, do you want a month? And he said, no. And Morgan Freeman says, neither do I. Right. Cause that's, and um, he wanted to say, all black history, <laughs> all black history is American history. Is American so history. That, you that, can't sum it up in one month. No, you can't. You can't. So until we stop that kind of nonsense, you know we're we're going to keep doing again, we're going to keep doing the same thing we're he doing. He was also asked. He was asked another very important question, and I fully agree with it. He said, "How do you stop racism? Stop talking about it." Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Right. If stop talking about it. Nothing. Nothing but, can die if you but, keep giving it life. Yeah, but this news media can't stop talking about it. It doesn't matter what platform you're watching. It's by it design. Yeah, it's all by design. Yeah, absolutely. They need that. If I was to gun down a black man, the media would not care. If I gunned down a black man and they found out that I said something racist just before I did it, they'd be all over. Yes. But Jay, you don't even have to say anything racist. They just well, assume it more. Just. No, but just because if if the colors are different, they're going to make it about the color. I mean, you could hate the other person, you know, you could have 
stolen their wife, if you could have done whatever, they're going to make it about race. And and I think that's what's well, so frustrating. Well, yeah, and, and and to add to that, there was a, there was an article I saw. This is probably about nine, ten months ago, and it, it showed that the article read, um, "Black teen killed by white teen," but it had nothing to do. When you read the article, it had nothing to do with anything about being black or white. The 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 the, the girl left the white kid and was dating the black kid, and the the, the white kid got mad that he couldn't have her back, and there was even tweets showing that he was mad about that, he could care less about the kid being black, and he went there and he stabbed the kid. He stabbed him like a bunch of times. But there was absolutely, even the police said there was no racial motivation. So why the fuck was your headline, black team stabbed to death by white team? Why was that a part of the headline? How about a child killed by another child? Yeah. Right. Love you know, I don't give a Teenage fuck years. That's right. what it could have been a better exactly. headline, right? I have... I, I could give a fuck less what color of who killed who. I just want to know who died and why. Right. And, and until we stop listening to that black-white stuff, you know, we're, we're going to keep doing the same thing. And it just and it just drives me absolutely crazy. Because as but soon as know, they say black Karen or white Bob, you know, it turns people's hands and it gets people's attention. But the the other problem I have with Black Lives Matter also is that it what's the word? How do you say it? It implies that someone is going through something alone. When at the end of the day, every community has been a victim of of police brutality at some point because there there are bad cops. It's just the way it is. But everybody has been a victim of it. I mean, every race, uh, every race, not every person. Right. So, you know, well, once even again, with, like I even said, with, uh, right, 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 but there's people, there's people that can't wrap their head around that, and they don't care because they're naive, because the media has pushed it in their heads, and that that's all they know. They they don't look at oh well you know white people or Asian people or Indian people, you know the same thing happens. I mean, we, I mean, for God's sakes, they're putting numbers all over the place and statistics all over the place on the media. And it's still the same right. shit. They keep talking about it. Like, how much mm-hmm. more proof do you need? So you, you gotta be like, well, there's, there's a different narrative going on there. And people can't see that. And, and it just baffles my mind that they can. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even know how to respond to it. I mean, how do you say that you are so open-minded yet you're so blind? I think even Derek Siobhan, I would still like to know, and I'm not saying it wasn't, because I don't know either, but who decided it was racial when he killed George Floyd? Like, how do we know he wasn't? just an asshole or having a bad day or didn't care or had words with them before. I, it was just instantly decided that it was a racial issue. Well, I I think there was, I don't think there was any definitive proof. There I just, it was never, there wasn't even an investigation. I mean, we know they, they immediately just decided within five minutes. I mean, probably the video wasn't even uploaded yet and it was already decided 
that it was race, but he never yeah, called him any racist it, names. It, he never said anything racist. And I'm not saying he wasn't a racist, okay, because most likely sure. that's, that's probably yeah. what it was. But it was just, it bothers me that there was no evidence of it at all. I mean, it, we it, have it absolutely ma- no idea it, what it was about. It doesn't matter. That Arbery was shot, what, a month before that? Nobody, nobody was saying anything. They tried, but it didn't. So, it didn't work. Um, yeah, it didn't work with the president. So yeah, yeah, but this worked. This triggered. It was. So was it? Was it? Was it, was, it uh, was it a combination between the two? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what set it off. Again, we can go down that rabbit hole. There, I say it a thousand times, and people can call me a conspiracy theorist a thousand times, but when they need an agenda change, they need a narrative change, you know, boom, that's yeah. what happens. So, and when you want to talk about what's-his-face, the uh, fucktard cop who killed, who killed uh, Floyd, I have proof that he was a racist, he was a Democrat. Ow! There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. But, uh, All right, well, you got me there. I, but I'm just saying, it, it, it's sad that it'll... It's already decided things are are racial just because there's a difference in color before you even find out what anything is. It's just I don't think it's the headlining motive everywhere. It's called the foundations and the power brokers of the world, the one world order, and all that bullshit say, this is where we need to go, go here. And the media, the lapdogs do it, and they, they all fall in line, and they speak the same bullshit, and again, you want to know the truth, they want to trigger a civil war, and as many people say a civil war is coming, I hate to say it to you, no, a civil war is not coming because we see what you want, we see how you're trying to goad, and it would be a bloodbath. You would get your asses handed to you in about a half a second. All right? That's the God's honest truth. And what it really comes down to is you're doing the same recycled bullshit. We show up when it counts. We show up when we have to vote because we see through the agendas. That's what people fail to understand. Some people choose not to take the bait and to be a servant of another master. That's it. I see like, I see more people like, reaching it and doing fake hate crimes. Fake hate crimes. Because yeah. they're, so, they're having such a they're having such a hard time finding racist shit to actually put on the news, okay? But oh god, who's that who who's that who's that politician that wrote himself a, a hate letter? Oh god. Well, there's, so, there's so many. Uh, yeah, there is. One. It just, but that, uh, listen, uh, how funny is it? When when have you ever seen a black militia that that showed up armed to the teeth? What what? You tell me that wasn't staged by of somebody? Course it was. Of course, you're it right. Was. Right. It's that was that was staged for. Oh my god! I have never. Wow. Like, that was crazy. You know, you know, the majority of the people that spoke out against that were other black people. Because right. what they should stop trying to do is lump in all black people thinking they all fit this narrative when they don't. The ones that are supposedly defending a race, they are the ones that 
subject them to the worst type of prejudices and stereotypes out there. Because no, a hundred percent of the black population in America does not agree with BLM. Right. It does not agree right. with the bullshit. It's about a one percent. Because the majority of people in Black Lives Matter doing the damage and the violence, as always, are skinny little white people. So again, we're not blind, and we're not as dumb as you think we are, and hope we will be. And that's just a sad hey. truth. I see, I see classism much worse in this country. Judging people by their upbringing and where they live versus people being attacked because of their race. Reverse racism, of course, they're trying that game. They've always tried that game. But classism is worse to me than what we're seeing. Or the real racism is just like the real sexual predators and the real attacks and shit. They don't get highlighted. They don't get known. They, they don't right. get spoken about. Herbie, thank you, man. Have a good night. Congrats on the job again. Hey, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, See you, Herbie. Bye, Herbie. Bye, Take Herbie. care. And, and hey, man, like, shout out congrats, to uh, Terry Crews. Yes, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, not falling in line. Good, good, good for him. That that is like ten percent of the black community. The way they feel about Black Lives Matters. Well, that's and they're really the victims. No. The ones that they're getting grouped in. First of all, they're getting grouped in like they're they're thinking like the rest of Black Lives Matters, and they don't. And they don't. You know, that's well, what's so sad. It, and then it, when they, they come out and, and speak out against it, they're turned on by their own community then. I, I, and and it, you're not supposed to It's the same thing as a yourself. Trump supporter. Yeah. It, it's the same thing as a Trump supporter. Same premise. Same thought. It's because they oh. breach division. Oh. They, they, the ones who are the loudest ones supposedly defending... And sticking up for the, you know, the little person and calling out the evil name callers and the whatever, they're the ones that do it the worst. They're hypocrites. They're hypocrites. A lot of hypocrisy, I'm telling and, you. Know, and a lot of people are just so, so focused on one opinion and they're not willing to change it. It's sad. You know, they've got it's their minds made up already. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll, t I'll tell you what. A good thing is, like, people are woke about Black Lives Matters. Like, they they get it now. Like, I really feel like they know that it, it's a hoax. And we know it it's an election year. I, you know, one of my favorite yeah, things to do every right. day is to look at my Facebook memories. It's, like, the first thing I do when they pop up every day. And I literally can go down and I was looking at my posts from 2016 and 2012 and thought I, I literally could just change the date and it's exactly what's going on right now it's a little worse right now than we had in the other years but in 2016 we were going with all these cop killings and in 2012 it was all the Occupy Wall Street and I'm looking through it and it's like 2013 2017 nobody cared about any of those things you know, I write a lot of stuff on Facebook. I've got, I always have stuff from every year about what was going on. And it's just so sad that I could, I could just literally take that whole post from four years ago and just say, you know, okay, this is, you know, 2020. It'll be the same thing next year. You know, other than if Trump, or say when Trump wins, not if. When he wins, right. um, and, and, I'm sure they'll come up with something else. 
And I think we need to talk about that in the last hour here. Okay. About what's going on. Like, and you uh, want to know what's a... Uh, good. No, go ahead, man. I was just going to say, uh, one of the the newest inversions I see, you want to talk about the most worthless, feckless, useless, damn near racist piece of shit to ever run for president. You know, another member of Congress, a member of, wasn't Biden a senator? I I, I don't know if he was or was. I don't even know. I think he was. And then a useless vice president. And I see this, I see these weak ass commercials with Biden when you know it's audio dub because he can't talk coherently, right? And it's it's embarrassing to see. And the inversion is, that's exactly what I thought about John McCain back in 2008. So Joe Biden is now playing the role of John McCain, except less <laughs> credibility than that piece of shit. That's, that says a lot, all right? That says a lot. But I I love I love the the one or two Biden commercials you'll see, and I laugh at it like you're trying so hard, you're you're trying so fucking hard, and it's just not working, because you expect people to be so dumbed down and naive that people don't fall in line with your bullshit. Again, like I've been saying for weeks, the end is coming, the end is that end is inevitable. And I believe it'll be in 2024 to 2025, but the end is coming because the Republicans fucking suck and they're not going to put up anybody good in 2024 and the Democrats are going to push their most disgusting, worthless socialists they have. So the end is near. And that's, that's the impending doom because people have shown that you don't learn from the past. You repeat the same mistakes and you fall in line just like you did year before year, before year, before year. Everything we're seeing now, everything we're seeing in this fake election cycle because they got to hide their little crazy man in the basement. Everything we're seeing is just a rehash of what we saw in 2016. There's nothing new. There's nothing original. There's nothing there. So it's just this redundant bullshit. Race, Russia, taxes. It's just, it's this broken record. Because they have nothing else, and they need to escape facts. I think BLM is a terrorist organization. I think Antifa is a terrorist organization. I think the KKK is a terrorist organization. I think skinheads are a terrorist organization. I think all these entities are, but one of the worst terrorist organizations ever known to man, I believe, domestic terrorists through and through, is the Democrat Party. And I've said that. For years, and I'll continue to say that. And I think the Rhino Republicans are just as bad as they are. You like your ice, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude. What the fuck? <laughs> you can't even hear us right now. Oh, hey, as, as long as you didn't start chewing it, we'll be okay. Like, don't chew yeah. it. Wow. Uh, I, I, I think. I, I think. Alright, so let's get off my ice. So I, I think black, I think black Lives Matter. I think Black Lives Matter had something good, and they turned it wrong. They had every opportunity to talk about black communities and making them stronger, and how they should make them stronger. And they turned it and flipped it into something ridiculous and stupid and racist. 
I just feel bad for the whole movement, although I know it, it's a racist organization. I get it. Funded they by had, a white they, Nazi. They could have they, they done, done it right. Right. They could have done things right. And we could have pumped more money into programs. But now people are woke, and we know of their true intention of Black Lives Matter. And it's not about Black Lives so. With that, we are coming up on the we are coming up on the break where Dave is going to play with more ice and uh, and then find more ice, not to be confused with more ice and maybe a special appearance from his cat. And uh, chill, Will. I see you enter the studio. What's up, my friend? I owe you a response to your email. I did not forget. I will be replying to you later tonight. I look forward to talking. Apologies for the delay. But I will own my shortcomings live in the air for all to hear. So that's coming your way, and thank you for reaching out. And we are going into our our final station break, where we will soon have ads one day. One day, actually, pretty soon. But in the meantime, you will hear the redundancy of the same four or five songs that I could play, because I need to get MP3s for the other music. So enjoy the music. We'll be back in a couple minutes. And this is... Voice to the people, USA Radio. And thanks, Chill. I, I appreciate it, man. I, I just didn't want you to think I forgot about you. I did not. Same thing with Eric, too. I, <laughs> I, I did not forget to respond to everybody. I will. Definitely will. Back in about three minutes. Entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. 
This is Voice of the People, USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Voice of the People USA Radio, the Thursday night show found every Thursday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget about VOP Roundtable. Shut the fuck up. There we go. The VOP Roundtable every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Well, now, 7 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. Eastern. Also, Wednesday nights, Rise Above the Noise, 7 p.m. Eastern. That is a conversation with Carrie and myself, and, of course, every Thursday here from 6 to 9 Fridays at 1 p.m., The Stoner and the Jedi, and the occasional podcast, or the We Drink and We Know Things, the Carrie and Kevin podcast that drops on the VOP network side, also found here on Podbean. Remember, two public channels, one for Voice of People USA Radio and one for the VOP network. Voice of People USA Radio is dedicated to political shows, political-leaning shows of all different beliefs, and the VOP network side is for everything else. We give you everything all lumped into one. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Everybody listens to us on demand, of course. We appreciate all that you do and the love that you show us and the fact that you help us out with rankings and everything else. I appreciate it. We are found on iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We are found on Stitcher. We are found on multiple Spotify channels. We are found on Pandora. We are found via Alexa or Amazon, wherever the hell that is. We are found everywhere podcasts are found, more or less. You can you can hear our shows on demand. Also, 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 the website, VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com. Check us out. Please visit the site. Follow it. The page on Facebook, Voice of the People USA Radio fan page, being shadow banned currently by Facebook, year three. But please give us a like. Give us a follow. Also on Facebook, the Voice of the People USA Radio group is now live as of today, and we're going to use that as a more interactive forum to really engage people and talk about things and get more people to bring in. Trevor, please feel free to call back in. Your call dropped. I do not know why. I apologize, my friend. And uh, also, Twitter at VOP USA Radio. And if you care to email us, VOPUSALive at gmail.com, VOPUSALive at gmail.com. Our YouTube channel is now finally updated with all our past shows for the past two months. That is found at Voice of the People USA Radio on YouTube. I don't know how to share links in here. I apologize. I'm not good with link sharing as it is, but we are there. And again, we are on Twitch. We are on all these other different platforms, and there will be more coming about that in the very near future. 
With that, thank you, everybody, for sharing. Again, last night we had no rank when we started the show, The Rise Above the Noise with Carrie and myself. And tonight we are in the top 50. We are ranked number 45. I appreciate that. So you're sharing the show. You're engaging in the show. You're sending gifts. I guess sending gifts helps a lot, apparently. I mean, I'm not saying it helps us because we have yet to see a payout. But it does inevitably help. So thank you for what you do send and what you do. It means everything to us, and we appreciate it. And anything we do inevitably receive, we'll go right back into what we're doing 24-7. Climbing the ladder slowly, man. We are, everything, we've only been on here for like two months, so I'm proud of that fact, I guess. You know, and it beats the hell out of blog talk. Trolls and all. So everything we do get, thank you, for who, Melody, for sharing that. I don't know how to do such a thing. But... You all contribute to what we do, and I appreciate everything. And more shows will be coming, more podcasts will be coming, more live shows will be coming, and guests will be announced very, very, very soon. On the deck for guests, I can now officially say it, former WWE wrestler and TNA wrestler, the blueprint Matt Morgan. For some of us who are wrestling fans, it's kind of exciting that he's going to be on this show. We're going to still have him be our first big guest. He is currently a mayor in Florida. He is a Republican, but... He's just a cool-ass guy with a big following and speaks a lot of truth outside of wrestling. And he's going to bring something really special to the show. We're happy to have him. And then Freddie Fabry. Fab, I always say his name wrong. Fat Fabry. Freddie Fabry, I believe. I believe. He is <laughs> He is basically the Pennsylvania version of Howard Stern, except in my opinion, better. He was, uh, I guess, considered a shock jock at our metal station here in Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey. But awesome guy. He's he's cool ass dude. He is outspoken. He broke Breaking Benjamin into the world, into the music industry. I won't hold that against him. But he's going to be a guest on the show. And, of course, one of our big guests forthcoming will be Larry Pickney, the former co-founder of the Black Panthers, the original Black Panthers. He will be a guest on the show upcoming as well. And we have more guests getting lined up. I look forward to that. I also look forward to a collaboration with multiple other Podbean hosts and YouTubers, and very, very soon we will be doing that long potathon on a weekend discussing everything globalist, new world order, Agenda 21, Agenda 30, you name it, we're going to talk about it. That is coming soon, and I will, will, will really honestly and truthfully announce the day and time for that by week's end. So that is coming. With that, I am done speaking. I tried to keep it short, but I ramble on. That's why we need more recordings. And live streams are coming soon, people. Live streams are coming soon. So, Trevor, welcome to the show. Happy to have you on, my friend. And, of course, looking forward to you debuting this Tuesday on the VOP Roundtable at 7 p.m. Eastern, as I brought brought up before. And we may have another co-host coming on, too, but he's been saying he's coming off like the last two months and hasn't showed up yet. So, <clears throat> so that that's it. Trevor, what's on your mind? Is it – can you hear me? Hello? Yep, I got you. Okay, cool. I'm just uh, joining, You're good. joining here, so do I just uh, – you said something about about someone introducing Breaking Benjamin into the world. You're referring to the new metal band, right? I don't mean N-E-W, I mean N-U, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's my favorite band. Uh, yes, yes, Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That, that, oh, not about I, I'm it, sorry. Not a, I like not metal, my, but – Not about – ooh. Not about it being my favorite band, though. That's that's true, but I I, I don't know. It's kind of it's the first You're band I so ever liked. So. Hey, at least it's not modern day music, so I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, modern day music's <laughs> trash. 
There's, um, I guess, speaking of breaking. Yes, it is. Yeah, speaking of modern music, there's this one song by Billy, Billafine Eyelashes, or however you pronounce her <laughs> name. Uh, what is it? Uh, she came out with a song <laughs> called Bad Guy, and it's actual trash, and my generation was obsessed with it for no reason. I have, it's, it was awful. But anyway, there's this one YouTube video by this <laughs> channel called 10 Second Songs. The lyrics are like nonsense, right? But the thing is, yes. there's this one uh, YouTube channel, 10 Second Songs, where they like they do covers of songs, but they do it in the styles of other bands. So He's great. Yeah, yeah, you've heard of him. You've heard of him. He's great. Yeah, te- br- Bad yes. Guy by Billy Eyelash or whatever in the style of Breaking Benjamin. I actually have that on my Spotify playlist. Like, I actually like that version. <laughs> but uh, anyway, how's the stream so far? Nice. I'm gonna be honest. I've I've missed everything up until uh, about uh, 30 minutes. Well, 15. So, yeah. You you got really low. I don't know if that's you or me. Did you get I can low? hear him. It might be. It might. It might be like do you it might, mean it's me. do you mean octave wise or am I just getting quieter? Me for no, it was me. Forget it. Right. Frickin' phone. Yo, Samsung, stop it! You don't have to break my Note Nine. I'm getting the Note Twenty next month. I promise you. You don't have to fire the kill shot. No need. I'm doing it. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, the show's been good. It's been interesting. We had a few. We had a few trolls. Which uh, were always entertaining. And other than that, we do our usual roundtable of absolute just, I don't know what the hell you call this style of show. It's called Me Not Having Agenda. And Trevor, I gotta, I gotta take a shot at you, man. And it has nothing to do with you. Okay. I, I, it has nothing to do with you. But you set yourself up. If anybody listened to the show last night, you said you weren't listening. Just like other co-hosts. <laughs> so you are right in line and you're coming in <laughs> the right wave, buddy. No, I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not about the other ones, but. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's a theme. That's a theme. That's a theme, I suppose. Um, so I guess we need to. F- yes. Yeah. But he did listen to some of last night's show. Yeah. Just so you know. I listened to the, to the, oh, to the last yeah. 30 Three? minutes, um, especially, um, Mom, uh, uh, Melanie thought it was funny. I um, I thought I thought it was a bit ser- rather serious, but yeah, in a good way. In a good way, she thought it was funny in like a good way, like how you were phrasing things. Yeah, he he liked how you went off on everybody because it was a serious topic. So. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah, that was. Uh, what did you want to talk about, yeah. Trev? I probably should have. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's a shout-out to uh, Rise Above the Noise, found every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yes, sometimes Carrie gets me to say things I that guess, I, you normally wouldn't say, and then I go off, and I and she lets me go. Continue. Okay, I guess um, as a as a topic um, on that stream and that half-an-hour thing, you mentioned um, Project Paperclip. I've never heard of that. Can you uh, explain what it is? Yes. Thank you. Operation Paperclip is actually the... It was a CIA operation done in conjunction, of course, with FBI, and it was bringing high-level SS to come to America under different identities and putting them to work of the United States government. So instead of these, you know, arresting these war criminals, we literally brought them to America and put them to work. Other countries did the same thing as well. 
Um, but that's that's a thirty second breakdown of what Paperclip is. Okay. So there you go, charming. Not ten hours, thirty seconds, buddy. Yeah. Um, what is it? But that's a, that's your that's your snapshot of what it is. Okay. Didn't the West do the same thing with uh, Nazi scientists though, like Britain and America and stuff like that? Yes. And they helped us with uh, oh, yeah. rockets and stuff like that specifically. Good and bad, a lot of bad, yeah. but yes, yes. There is many, many countries that did it. In fact, and um, again, something I spoke about last night, and I bring. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I believe um, uh, what what is it? Uh, Einstein. It's even in a, in that name. Like that's a German last name, right? It's uh, a name that he escaped from. He escaped the Holocaust, Germany, and didn't yeah. doesn't he have um a Nobel Peace Prize, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, and Einstein. The what's amazing is he escaped it in Germany and came to America and helped complete the atom bomb and everything else. So it's amazing that he escaped going to a camp in uh, World War II era and came to our side. Thankfully, it's amazing. Yes, he does have no, doctors, no well. documentaries about him. Like it's honestly amazing. Guy's a huge story. But anyway. Well, not enough. You also said something in that stream about how um, we're not uh, taught in school a lot of the things about the CIA. We're taught some things, uh, specifically the Bay of Pigs invasion, right? And you could also make the argument that we're only taught that because it's, you know, a failure or a failure of an invasion and stuff like that. But my my history, like my history teacher in um, – in the tenth grade, Mr. Hill, I believe, like he flat he flat out said to the entire class something along. It's been a long time, but he said something along the lines of, "We funded the CIA, gave weapons and stuff like that to fund the overthrow of the of the Cuban government, right? But it was a fail." Oh God! Yeah, yeah. the CIA is, yeah. Well, and Kennedy, the last good Democrat, wanted to expose all these things. The CIA is responsible for Venezuela. The CIA is responsible for Cuba. The CIA is responsible for Mao Zedong in China. They're responsible for Syria. They're responsible for Iran. They're responsible for the more more recent, I guess, the Arab Spring. They're responsible for oppression. They're responsible for totalitarianism, extremism. They're responsible for socialism and communism. They are a sick, perverse, and evil entity, in my honest opinion. And they're responsible for the deaths of presidents, um, Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X, and many others, in my opinion. And they also funded their own little army named ISIS. So there you go. Okay. All right, that's um, okay. I hate the CIA, man. No, I, I can <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> um, what is it? It's a good thing you're saying yeah. this in America, not anywhere else. Here they only shadow ban you. They don't shadow ban your existence, <laughs> like they do in other countries. Yeah, right. But well, some people. Yeah. Well, China, the good country of China, the loving country of China. You know, if you're black, you get put into a camp, but they're not very So, so Trevor, so Trevor. Oh, what's up? How's it going, man? How you doing, man? All right. Good, good. good. I just turned the air conditioning good. off because my room's right next to the thing, and nobody wants to hear that. I don't want to hear that, and I have to live with it. But it's fine. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. That's okay. It's, it's only like during people, the summer. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm telling you, people gotta live with. 
ice breaking and beer cans <laughs> opening, so it's all good, man. It's all right. Yeah. So, uh, so I want to ask you. Okay. So what's your what's your affiliation? Are you a Republican? Are you a Democrat? What are you? I guess I would like if I really. I'm not entirely certain, but if I had to give it a definitive name, I would say secular libertarian. Gotcha. Like that would be the closest uh, amalgamation. Like I'm not an atheist or anything. I'm agnostic. Gotcha. You know, I I have um, I have a Bible right here. Actually, I Uh try to, I try to, I try to read it on afternoons. I believe I'm on the book. Uh, yeah, I'm on Judges verse. I'm on uh, chapter 19 of Judges right now, actually. But yeah, that's awesome. Good for you, man. I, Thank you. Man, I, I want a I, Quran, I, but I don't want to be uh, the victim of the Patriot Act. But I want one. So. Oh, you do. Yeah. All right. Well, cool, man. Yeah. So, so there, there's an upcoming election, right? Mm. Right. Oh yeah, Trump. Oh yeah, Trump. You don't even you don't have to oh, ask oh. that question. Definitely Trump all the way. Oh, okay. So, what do you think about the Trump strategies as opposed to the Biden tragedies that's going on right now? You know, d- despite all the polls, because we all know that those polls are a bunch of nonsense. So let's hear about your thoughts about each strategy and how they're, uh, you know, kind of going against each other. Okay. Are you saying tragedy or strategy? I'm having trouble. Um, Strategy. Okay. Okay, cool. It's kind of Um, both, isn't it? Fight and tragedy? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. His – I'm going to be – I'm going to be honest – Biden's campaign is not a campaign for Joe Biden. It's a campaign for Joe Biden's vice president. And honestly, the strategy, it seems, with uh, Joe Biden's campaign is to just pick a random day to – from what I can gather, it's pick a random day to interview, hope he's lucid at the – or something, and just just kind of go from there. And – Another, but when it comes to Trump, what I've noticed is, you know, it used to be like they basically switched roles in their in their campaigns, Biden and uh, Trump, right? Because Biden was saying, "Oh, I'm the down to earth, blah blah blah, centrist kind of thing." Like I'm a I'm a left of center person. I'm a moderate Democrat kind of thing, right? But you now, know, he's lying, right? Stuff happened. Well, yeah, I know he's lying, but that's how he's trying to brand himself. Right. Uh-huh. And Trump, I'm trying to be objective here. I'm trying to right. I will admit. I, 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 look, Ben, I understand what you're saying because I'm trying to do the same thing, too. So I just want to hear everybody's thoughts on it. OK, well, I want to hear my thoughts on on this instead of me trying to be objective. I would say that. I do think Trump's campaign is a lot more honest, and it's in accordance with a lot more people of, say, uh, the flyover states. I do think that if I were to bet money, you know, I would say Trump would win, only because even uh, the moderates in the Democrat Party are so far out there. 
the only conceivable way Biden can still brand himself as the um, as the moderates is if he had someone like uh, from the from the presidential race on the Democrat side, if he had someone like Tulsi Gabbard or something like that running as his uh, vice president, because you know a lot of moderates kind of liked Tulsi Gabbard from what I remember. You know, out of all the Democrats that were on that panel for the Democrat um, election, Tulsi Gabbard was the most moderate. I think I've said that already. But she also, and I don't know if this is true or not, she also said something along the lines of along the lines of being open for like seven to nine month abortions. Now, I've never actually seen the clip of her saying that, but I've there have been enough people that have said that Tulsi Gabbard said this, so that makes me believe that she said that. And a gun grabber too. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like out of all like out of all the people, you know, that would have enough notoriety for Biden to be able to brand himself that way, it'd be Tulsi Gabbard. However, Biden it's just I think anybody that like remotely pays attention, like if you like if you type any on any form on any platform, you go you search Joe Biden, you can find all of the nonsense that he said in like not even four minutes. Despite Google's trying to trying to bury it, like they can't really bury it any more than they already have. It's sort of one of those things where and even before all this whole coronavirus thing and the whole sheltering and all that stuff which actually Biden not speaking has done wonders for his campaign because it allows other people to just say things for him, which is nice on hit for him. Exactly. But I remember, I remember him saying, yeah, I remember him saying, saying something about how he has hairy legs and that random children (laughs) in the pool would like, that was one of the best legs. Yes. And that he, and then he said that they would like jump on his lap, and how much he loved children jumping on his lap. You know, it's, yes. it's just like you can't. If he was running for the Republicans, like he, that would be it. It'd be over. You know. Like, like, it's it's yeah. whatever. You like, know? like 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 I, like I just don't get it. I just don't get it. How, like, how can people see, like, the nonsense? Like, this is what the Democratic Party is putting out there. Like, how stupid is that? So, Dan, so Dan. I guess that's sort of the this thing. Do you think that, do you think this is all set up? So, do you think that this is all set up? I know, I know, I know, go ahead. Yes. Well, first off, you, you have to look at the money, always look right. at the money, and who runs and operates the DNC. <clears throat> the owner of the DNC literally is still Hillary Clinton. She bought the DNC's debt and actually purchased the organization before the 2016 election, and she still couldn't win, mind you. So there's still always the chance of her jumping in, but they fucked up with their candidate slate, and they thought they'd be more well-received, and they weren't, so... They went with Biden with the simple fact that they try to tie him to Obama and hope they can get a VP that will bring in the radicals and the divisionary tactics and shit like that. Their whole purpose is for the VP or for Hillary to come in last minute and try to steal it. But they're going overboard now 
trying to keep him hidden, keep him silent, shut him out, you know, and have him not campaign. Because, again, he was in PA today, and more people were outside protesting him, waving Trump flags, than were inside his little whatever the hell you want to call it. So it's by design. They're, they're, they never learned from 2016. So the, the Democrat Party has been broken and dead for a long time. And I thank God for that. But they learned nothing. So they're putting all their eggs in the basket of the VP. But they know already that they, they know they're losing and they know they're going to lose. I'll put it to you like that. But they're going to try to steal it any way they can. And that's very obvious to anybody with half a brain. Yeah. So, 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 so then, so then, how do you, how do you think that, how do you think that they're gonna, they're not, they're gonna lose? Like, how do you think that they're not gonna lose? Because, because they're, they're over-exaggerating the polls, they're doing everything. Remember, the truth is always the opposite. Reverse engineer what you see on TV and what you read in the papers. That's the truth. They're using the same tactics they did with Hillary up until 9 o'clock at night at, on election night, 96% chance of winning. They're trying to inflate everything, wanting people to believe it, so they either don't vote or they vote with the inevitable winner. It didn't work then. It will not work now. They know they're losing. They've been outraised. They've been out-campaigned. Even with lack of campaigning, they've been out-commercialed, and they haven't even been outspent, and they're still getting their asses handed to them. So it's a simple thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You they go. were, they are, I had noticed that too. They're doing everything they did in the 2016 election. In fact, they're doing all the things they did after yes. the 2016 election and they're just, yes. and they're taking a loan, they're taking a loan from 2021, right? They're writing now, you know? But yeah, it, bl it blows my mind. They're doing yep. all of the same things they did before. Vote for this you know, vote for this person, or you're yes. you're a sexist. Like you're an you're an they're, ism or an ist unless you do what I say. You know. Yes, and there you there you go. And re real quick to the chat room. Yes, Bernie is not a hero. He is a puppet. He bowed for Hillary. He got paid millions, and he bowed to Biden. Got paid more millions. So he's a sellout, hypocrite, phony, fake asshole. He's a decrepit old nothing. He's scum. And the Democrats' whole campaign is well, he's not Trump. And you hate Trump. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's their campaign. It's that's that, their message. It's that whole joke back in 2017. I remember people, you know, going to, like, these social justice warriors, you know, Twitter feed. It became so much of a thing that I, I actually – I don't have a Twitter because, well, I got, I got better things to do. But, it, like, it was on YouTube. Mm -hmm. People were talking about these Twitter – these Twitter comments on YouTube and there was this huge trend where people were basically just saying for like a whole week, I may be Hitler, but I'm still not Trump. They're like they were saying it unironically and these yes. morons were liking it and retweeting what they were, what they right. were saying. It's, it, it, yes. blow, it blows my, it blows my <laughs> mind. It really, it really does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that professor. Yeah, there were all these pe all these people like having like throwing yes. actual the professor was right. going I'm, through I'm throwing actual temper tantrums, it, you know. <laughs> it, 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 really, yes. it just it just blows my mind when when Trump wasn't running for any kind of office, like everybody loved him. You know, they were they were hanging out with him, whether some black people, some some white people, everybody loved him. And racist never came up. A month before. Yeah, it never came up. But all of a sudden, 
now that he's president, and now we're in the climate that we're in, you know, that that's what we got to deal with with somebody. How terrible is that? How terrible is that? I mean, come on. It's pathetic. I mean, the bar for whether or not you're a racist is the kind of syrup that you eat. So, I mean, like, like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, really, and I remember back in in 2017, like, people are always saying, like, oh, it's gotten really bad. It's like, it's always been this bad. It's just in real life, not the internet. Right? Well, no, no, man. There was this thing back in the day. Yeah, sorry. Here's the thing, Trevor. There's more people paying attention to certain things. So, like, politics, when when I was uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, uh, I can go on and on. I'm old as fuck. But, you know, I didn't pay too, I, (laughs) I, I didn't pay too much attention to it. Like, I didn't give a shit. But here's this new generation, you know, it's getting jammed down their throats about mm-hmm. this and that, and you know, it's there's a huge cause and effect with everything, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. An analogy re- that I like to give, you know, uh-huh. that is, um, you know, back when people talk about uh, the 1960s and they talk about, um. The religious right of the 1960s. Look, I'm not going to comment on that, but I'm just going to use that as an example, you know, where you have, you know, people that, I guess, whether or not you think of whatever you think about it, right? The overly religious saying, you know, talking about punk rock music and, you know, saying it's not okay, but they're using, but they're not being objective on why it's not okay. They're using the religion to justify why that's okay and why things are not okay. Right when it comes to like what people say and what music people produce and stuff like that, right? What we have now today is we have an establishment that may not be religious, but it still, um, but it still makes axiomatic claims about the world like a religion, like a like a religion would. So you have um, these kind of uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, feminist SJW types basically saying this is our ideology, adhere adhere to it. Or you are blah 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 blah. You're an ism or an IST, right? And when it comes to the the Christians, right? The like radical Christian types. Again, I'm just using it as an analogy. They'll say, they'll say things like, "Oh, this thing is uh, satanic." Blah 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 blah. Right? Well, now what we have, well, we're in this position now where my generation has grown up in this stale, docile environment where everybody gets a participation trophy even if their science project sucks. I remember back in the fifth grade, right? I did the whole how I did the whole different color M&Ms in a pack of in a pack of uh, uh, M&Ms, right? As my science project, right? Something that you're not even supposed to do in the second grade because it's considered like a low tier uh, quality project, right? But I did that, right? And I got a good grade on it. It was well produced, like everyone else. I had my mom uh, glue and glue and tape everything for me, right? But even though I didn't get an I didn't get an award, my thing may not have gotten first place, right? Because again, it was low quality. I still got a participation trophy, right? And everybody else got 
the same thing, but it's shiny and it looks like that. So we've grown up with participation trophies and stuff like that, right? And it's not like the millennials. Like, they grew up with that, but, you know, it wasn't, like, overly rambunctious. It wasn't overly terrible the way it is now. But now we have this culture of everybody, you know, gets a reward regardless of anything, right? And now we have a culture of fear and intimidation that has been brought upon by that has been brought upon by people that are trying to be that are in the name of tolerance, right? So now all of that's going on. And sorry, rambling. The point I'm trying to make is we are the um, we are the the kind of like Woodstock crowd, right? We're the we're the gener- we're the generation that has grown up in a in a culture that doesn't like uh, dissent, and we're actively rebelling against it. There are so many kids from my generation that make YouTube videos and stuff and stuff like that. Um, Hunter Hunter Avalon is is one. He's more of a centrist now, but like he does a lot of those things. And there's so and there's so many others. Hunter Avalon is just one that I like. My apologies. I had a point. I hope I made it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no <laughs> shit, man. You're like, oh, God. I, like I know how that goes. I get it. You're good. Yeah. I just wish these were earlier in the day. It'd be so much. <laughs> sorry. Uh. What? Like, like when you're at work? <laughs> well, I just graduated from high school, so that does that technically doesn't apply oh. to me yet. Oh, did you? Okay, congratulations, man. Thank you. With honors, That's a big with honors. Where, yes, where, where, where are you from? Um, I, I guess technically Southern California. I don't want to give my city. Um, <laughs> even, oh, no, though it's, you know, doing this on, even though I'm doing this on my phone and, you know, my IP address and anybody who wants, you know, to take that information to find out where, where I live, they could. I, I don't want to give them any more hints. So, yeah. Well, Okay. Oh, you know what? No, I can give a fake address. I'm you're from. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm from Milwaukee. You're good, man. Florida. There, there you go. There you go. You're from Chicago, California. I get it, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. There we go. I get it, man. Right. So, um. Go so, ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. No. What, what? Go ahead, Melody. You want to chime yeah. in? I'm sorry. Hang on, to be honest, I'm a little lost on where we are with the question. Well, there was no question. It was just a, just a no discussion. Just a discussion. So. About the campaign strategies? Isn't that where we started this conversation? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where, we're, where we were at. Like the thoughts on, uh, you know, what Biden's doing, what Trump is doing, you know, kind of, kind of what you're seeing. Well, I you I know saw a thing on PBS. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Trev. It's okay. All right, I saw a thing on PBS where Biden was being interviewed, and he just completely collapsed, and they like they cut his feed. <laughs> you know, since he's not going to be elected, he's not. <laughs> he's not. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Like, there's. Yeah, I fu- I fully I fully mean that. I knew Trump was at least going to be the Republican primary winner back in 
back in 2015 when he first announced. Like, I just had that gut feeling, you know? Like, I just knew it, you know? So, and you so know what was so as, fun as, was following as, him as, as an election. Know? So, as far as an election, like, don't you think that Biden should be worried about um, being on a stage with Trump talking? Well, it seems like they're going to try and get away from that, though. Anybody. Yes, yes. Yeah. But yes. It, it looks like they're going to try and make it to where he, you know, he's already setting the stage to be the morally superior, I'm not going to infect anybody with my rallies. Oh. Trying to set the stage so that he doesn't end up in a place where he's going to have to debate. Because Wow, so so is this a new politics? Is that how it works? And I want to know, how yeah. how can we have, yeah. I mean, you know, we have people that are right now following, yep. you know, current events because it's not just politics anymore. You know, there's always been those of us that have, have liked and followed politics, right? And now it's, nobody has a choice because everything is just right in their face with so much going on. I had this conversation with a friend of mine earlier today, and I said, because she keeps messaging me stuff. Like, she keeps sending me videos, and can you believe this? And I'm like, yes, don't you remember 10 years ago when we lived together and you thought I was nuts? And and now you're just as mad as I am. So yeah. I, congratulations. Like, it's right it's right here. Like, you can't can't run away from it anymore. It's, but. So don't you think, don't you think it's convenient that, you know, we got Zoom and WebEx and we do all this stuff? online that they conditioned us to do and uh here we're in a, a presidential race and this is what we're doing now from home you don't think that's a coincidence you think Nothing. so that they're going to try and, and steer towards doing the debate on zoom or that they should oh, do it on yeah. zoom and, and oh no they're they're going to steer it towards zoom or something yeah, online. Yeah, so they can have somebody right so, in here telling them what to say. Yeah, you know? Yes, exactly. I mean, right. I just right. don't understand well, how... If they're worried about I mean, that, I know they have teleprompters, you know? If they're worried yeah, the, about then that, nobody then. will be able to see anything that they're telling them what to say. Well, and well, well here's the thing. Stage, but how can we have an election Trump. without a debate? That is so basic. That's, it's, it, yes. it should not be allowed for them to try yes. and get away with this. If he can stand up conveniently yes. in front of a, 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 a press conference, you know, like he did that oh, day, and hey. say, I, "Hey, I'm going to get out here and I'm going to, um, I'm going to give it a say what I'm going to say." But you know what? After this, I'm not going to infect anybody. <clears throat> I'm not going to be that person oh. that that ruins everybody. And Will, social Will, you want to social distancing shouldn't be a problem in a debate when it's two people. I'm yeah, sure they can put those podiums six I mean, feet they can away. Put them in a in a baseball <laughs> right. stadium and put them, you know, far apart. But that debate has to happen because. And my point was, yes, what I was saying about my friend, you, yes. you have to have the debate because people have to be able to see you think on your feet. They have to see you think in real time. And the people that don't follow politics every day will tune in to three different debates right before an election to to see what's going on and to make their decision. Uh, single day of their life and there's people that you still have those people like oh I don't care about politics okay but they're gonna they're gonna still decide 
I, to me, I love the debates. It is my one of my favorite things. Hey. I watch every single one of them. We have debate yes. parties. It's it's. It, I, I just I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, that is I, that is what ha, that is. Debates have won elections. They have. Yep. Just those, and, and look just at like little, oh my little favorite, debates. Favorite, Will. Yeah, my oh, favorite debate oh, moment when Trump told Hillary, "And then you'll be in jail." You're there. I mean, yes. that was absolutely. Monumental. That, yeah, that, that was, that was the best Will, moment in give you, history, in my opinion, because it was just. Well, I want to give you the floor, my friend. No, no, you can't. No, this is all good, man. No, I can't oh, I'm sorry, Will. I didn't realize that we had somebody else. <laughs> uh, so look, hey, man. Yeah, I, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you guys check. You know, I don't know if you guys check the chat the chat room, but you know, some dude saying both Biden and Trump are two fucking whack jobs. That don't belong in office. Well, somebody's gonna be in office there, dude. <laughs> Hold on, I don't know who the fuck you're voting for. What the fuck? What's going on? Is he, yeah. yeah, he's is he staticky for anyone? Hey, else? Will. Yeah. Chill, Will. Yeah. We gotta fix your mic, brother. Unplug it and plug it back in. Usually works for me. Why can't we just take care of See? ourselves? <laughs> Isn't this, this guy? I, I, we made him. We made Will. All right, man. Well, that's all. Yeah, the rabbit hole to go down. This is a lesson man. to me. I should watch Ooh. the chat room. Yep. Huh? You're good, Will. Okay, cool. There my bad. Because um, I was probably I wasn't connected to the Wi-Fi, and then sometimes you know, whatever. But yeah, well, I don't think he doesn't. I don't think the guy in the you know, Chad is completely wrong. I don't, you know, but we do have to pick somebody, right? So, I mean, I don't trust. Generally, I don't trust politicians. Period, like at all. But well, we have to, well, we well, have them to I'm our country, right? We don't. Yeah, so you're right, right, right. We don't. We we don't have to pick somebody. Like really, like as American citizens, we really don't have do. to pick anybody. We can just revolt, all of us. Oh well. We and it doesn't that's matter. Do. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the thing is, that's kind of that's what Chad, that's what Chaz does, you know. Honestly, the one disappointment I have with Chaz is that they didn't call it destination, right? They had such a missed opportunity. They could have they could have called it Chad instead of Chaz, right? That would have been hilarious. <laughs> You know, they could, they, could have, they could have called it the Capitol Hill Autonomous Destination, Chad. You know, and anybody who doesn't join, like Chad a Sims, you know, like yeah. Really. I mean, just as a general aspect, I think that the rulers or the runners of the world they love, like they love this. They love us to argue over Biden oh, and Trump. Shit. And, you know, yeah. so we can't see that who's really running the country. So, uh, I. I Hey, I mean, I think with the strategies, a lot of times I don't think these strategies are really a particular for Trump or Biden. I don't even think sometimes they own their own strategies. <clears throat> There's a somebody outside with their own interests pumping this stuff to us, whether it's through the media, whether it's through social media. And that's the thing that, you know, we got to put in place and think about. Like, you know, no one really owns themselves when it comes to that. And, and just, it just is sad. That, that's the sad part. I don't think, I mean, if you put these two guys in a room, 
it's not too much brain power there. Period. So you, I don't think neither. I don't. I definitely don't think Biden's scared to be in the stage or in a room physically there with Trump. That's not. Oh, a, you're a crazy. Well, I'm sorry. You're crazy. You're I, I mean, crazy. it's you're not. Crazy. No, no. I, I, you can't convince me that because Trump isn't the best. Like for each other side, maybe for Trump's side, he makes points. But you gotta have to think about it. There's other people who oppose Trump that be like, oh man, the same points he's making. It's, it's, it's just as many people look saying like, oh my gosh, this guy's a, a freaking jerk. He's an idiot. And which is, he does say some idiotic stuff. Trump has been caught on the camera and just can't, he just can't function at times. Doesn't know what to say. He's not the most articulate. But it's, but does it really, do you really need that to run a country? Because you're not making on-spot decisions when you run the country. You can actually sit down and make a decision in your own office. You know, and that's, that's, can you actually do it accordingly? I don't know who has the right answer, but it's something well, well, I have to watch. Well, it's just like any other business, man. So this right. country is, right. it, it, it's. But he hasn't it's been successful business. at business. It's a. I mean, he's. What? Who? Who? He hasn't what? been that successful at, at the you, in, in, in some ways. You know what I'm saying? Well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. He's, he's had his failures. Well, he has are, you his are you referring Obviously to his bankruptcies? Rich. Because there's a difference between declaring bankruptcies on I'm, on a building versus declaring bankruptcy on your on a business. On your actual, on the, actual, on your life. There's a difference between... Yeah, there's a difference between declaring bankruptcy on a business it's, it's, or like a building, right? Well, not, may have filed well, a bankruptcy into, like three times absolutely. and filed for bankruptcy on two buildings and a random side business. He's not... He was never like actually cash... He was never cash poor, and he. I guess I should define what I mean by successful. You know, so you don't think that he was successful? Obviously, no. He's obviously he's successful. Obviously, he's rich. So I can't deny that. That's retarded. I mean, well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't use that word. That is silly to say he has free speech zone, man. Go ahead. No, but that it matters. No, it matters. We're gonna hold on that one. No, we understand your. You understand your intent. It's cool. So my point is. I'm not that oblivious to say that he's not a successful, but I, I am a big believer on the way you become successful matters for me. So if you, if you, if your success kind of involves stepping on, you know, your fellow man to get there, that's not successful for me. And there's a lot of accounts to where I've seen that. Oh, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's like an average business, businessman. He kind of, it's not necessarily skill. It's more so morality that he can lack. To get to, to where you guys has to go, and so I mean, whatever. It's just the way of the world. I'm not. I'm okay with that. I don't. I don't have to judge them because you know people at the end of the day have the choice to let somebody screw them over anyway. So fine. But at the May end I make of the a day, quick point to that. Go ahead. Have you um Have you read the Art of the Deal? Like his his New York Times bestselling book, The Art of the Deal. Uh, I read half of it and I, I couldn't get through it. Okay. I, that's one of the, you know what well, I, thing, I tried. I well, tried. I read well. I read all of it. And the thing is, Trump has actually made him made his billions by screwing over other billionaires, technically, from a technical standpoint. Well, that's my right? point. It's not only billionaires, though. There's there's some a lot of average folk, and I'm not and I'm not I'm not I'm just saying that tactic it speaks to me, and that's what I'm when I mean successful. Like, that's that's not really to be manipulative to gain someone's trust and to screw them over. That's not. I mean, it's successful, but. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. It's, it's it, that's a big difference between, you know, it's kind of like, hey, 
let's befriend someone and then kind of take advantage or shady tactics. That matters to me. I'm not saying that like you got to be perfect, but that does matter. But unfortunately, it's business, right? And that's just how yeah, America works. The, so. bus- the business world, particularly real estate, is a very, very competitive environment. You know, my grandparents were into real estate um, a long, a long time ago. It's a very competitive environment. Hey, hey, hey! So. Not, not to jump in, Trevor. Uh, so was the United States. Right, a right, competitive right, right. government. Okay. No, so. not not competitive government. Competitive environment. Oh, the, the United States is a competitive environment. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's not a, a competitive environment. I'm saying, like, specifically, real estate is, a say, a more competitive environment than... I, uh, look, uh, look, uh, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you both. I don't give a shit about Trump's investment. I'm talking about running a country. So if we're going to run a country, it needs to be run as a business. And that's and the way it sticks to. And not a, right, exactly, not a shady business. Uh, no, there, there, there ain't nothing shady. Everybody else is being shady. No, well, people are working. Radio on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Shut up, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, four-minute warning, oh, four-minute warning to outro. <laughs> Three-minute warning. Oh, so, okay. Go ahead, continue. So there's people working. There's people working and contributing to American society, this is all a business. Anything that you do is a business here. Whether it's running a country, and what other what other person would you rather have running a country? And if we're going to talk about this being a business, why wouldn't you have Donald Trump or a businessman running this country? I, I, you got it. The I'm only not person against, that I'm not is either not vote for Trump is if a constitutional fundamentalist were to be running for for this country. You know, I love I love Trump. You know, he's he's a pretty he's been he's proven a pretty good president thus far. He's done a lot of things for the for the country for all creeds of the whole system. Of for things. me though, like it doesn't even matter what he does. Okay, and that's like, and that's yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Well, all right. Yeah, but the yeah, but the, 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 the whole the whole system right is shady. It's all what we got, but, right? So gotta do something. Oh like yeah, well, you know. well, no, well, no, we no, we can do something, but it's yeah, gonna take, take it's gonna take black as a people. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. take black, white, Asian, Indian, whatever the fuck. It's gonna right, take right. every single one of us to come up and rise against it. And so. And so but, that's hey, until that, until that happens, specifically. what specifically? Are what specifically? Yes, because you're just we're saying the it, we're using terms right, like, it, like it, the corrupt and the elite. Who <coughs> specifically are the corrupt and who specifically are the elite? Because we can't just like obviously you have you know you Trevor you know who the corrupt and, and, that's, and the the well, that's the same thing. That's, the, the, that's the same thing the left does when they say institutional racism, and then they don't say what, what institutional racism is, and then they go, "Oh, uh, it's the police. Um, it's milk. Uh, it's Ben and Jerry's mm. ice cream." You know. So we need to be very specific well, about it because well, without specific, you're yeah, right. You're, you're right, man. Direction. You're right, man. You're right. It, you're, right. you're right. You're right. It, so you, it's all the company. It, okay, it's an open book. It's a wide open, open book. 
Like, there's a lot of stuff to figure out. And to be honest with you, we'll never get there ever. And I know ever. right, right? Is that, we'll it never get over, there. It doesn't come over. It doesn't come overnight. And well, again, but, we'll, but but we'll never get there. So, yeah. like you were saying, Will, we're stuck on electing two people. So until people rise up from all race, creed, religion, and we get together and we're all on the same page, this is what we're stuck with. We're stuck yeah. with. Trump, Biden, whoever. This is what it is. But, but the problem is, the problem is, we'll, we'll never get together. Ever. It, it'll never happen. Not in, not in my lifetime. Not in your lifetime. Nobody's lifetime. It's not, not gonna happen. Attitude. It, but anyway, well, well, thank you so, well, so much, Dan, okay. Wazi, Will, and Melanie for yes, having me on. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's always good talking so, to y'all. I always yes, kind of come late. It's going so, to keep sorry. going back and forth. So, thanks, Rob. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. I hope you could hear me right now. Can I, am I being heard? Okay. Thank you, Trevor. And look forward to you joining the lineup on Tuesdays. Will, I look forward to you being a future host on one of our shows here and working with you. You expect that email later tonight. I owe you and thank you for your time. Sorry you came on so late and it was a lively conversation where hell, even I was quiet. Melanie, thank you. Wazi, thank you as always. Thank you to the chat room and for all your engagement and all your gifts. And you know, I'm just having fun with you when I talk about the points, but you, you guys have been awesome and you've been ranking up our pod points. So thank you for that. Thank you as always for listening. And I would love to have more contributions. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, baby girl. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock on the VOP Network side, you will have the Starter and the Jedi. And I don't know if there will be a, another podcast dropping from Carrie and Kevin. I imagine that will happen sometime over the weekend. On our side... I will be doing my podcast some point over the next three days. I didn't do it last week, but I was agitated, as you might have picked up on over the last two nights and me complaining. But, ah, 2 p.m., sorry. So there you go. I will be dropping a podcast. Remember, please, remember to please check the website, VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio.com, VOPUSARadio on Twitter the Facebook fan page, Voice of the People USA Radio, and now the new Voice of the People USA Radio group on Facebook, already getting great interaction, and I started it today. Please consider joining us on there. We will have more platforms being launched, more systems being started, and a whole bunch of new crap coming very soon, which I'm excited about. Again, on-demand listeners, thank you for all you do. Thank you for your downloads. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the engagement. Remember, you can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, on iTunes, Google Podcasts, everywhere podcasts are found. We are on every damn platform at this point. That took some work. We are now updated on YouTube, so we need to really build up our subscribers on YouTube before they censor us. So YouTube, it's the voice of the USA radio channel. Pretty easy to remember. Twitch, the thing called Twitch, VOP USA Radio, we're there. If you search for it, I don't know, but we need some something. So (laughs) 
<laughs> we need something on there. Yes, check the chat room for group links. Thank you, Melanie. I don't know how to share that stuff. But on all platforms, thank you. For all the times you listen to our show, share our show, and engage with us, it means a lot. And thank you for always being the best part of what we do every Tuesday, 7 p.m., the VOP Roundtable. Every Wednesday, 7 p.m., Eastern Time, Rise Above the Noise. Every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on this channel, the Voice of the USA Radio Show. And then, of course, on the VOP Network side, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. And that's it. That is it. That's all I've got. I think I covered most of what I needed to say. Thank you to everybody listening all over the world. Our international audience is high. I appreciate all of you listening to us very late or very early, wherever you are, in Asia, in Europe, everywhere. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We will be back again soon. Follow us on our social media platforms. We look forward to talking and hanging out with you again. And there's Wazzy's Ice <laughs> to wrap. Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Fucking Voice of the People up. USA Radio. We hope we've pissed a lot of you off. It's fun and easy. Look, you can go to other podcasts and they'll blow smoke up your ass, but we don't do that. This is pure, unadulterated truth. Always guaranteed to piss off the apologists, the snowflakes, the victim culture. We're currently on Spotify, Blog Talk, Apple, Google. Find us on Twitter at VOP USA Radio. Find our fan page at Facebook at Voice of the People USA Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have comments, questions, dirty pictures, send us an email at VOPUSALive at gmail.com. Till next time, blow that nose. Just wait. And we'll help fill it up during the next show. Like our fan page, Voice of the People USA Radio, on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at VOP USA Radio, Spotify, Anchor, Apple iTunes, Podbean, Google, Spreaker, our YouTube channel, and everywhere else you find podcasts. Until next this time, voice always painful. remember, your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. That was a typo. That was a typo. That was a typo. All I'm saying. Boom, boom. <laughs> Engage and rage. Engage and rage. Love you all.